A good evening, everyone, and an early happy holidays to everybody. So you're listening to Villanova Basketball on V89.1 The Roar. I'm your host, Stephen Kane, and this is WXVU's Villanova Basketball pregame show. We're finally here, Big East time, first Big East game of the season for Villanova as they take on St. John's at home in the Finn. Tip-off will be scheduled for 6.30. Villanova coming into this one on a four-game win streak. Recently took down St. Joe's in their classic Holy War rivalry game as they won 71-64. to We'll start off by breaking down, kind of giving a quick recap of that game, and then talking about some keys to the game, giving a quick preview of St. John's, and then finally recapping it with a prediction. So starting off with Villanova, took down St. Joe's. Only by seven points, didn't cover the spread, but still looked pretty impressive overall. I think that a lot of people do forget that with St. Joe's, the arena was packed. They really brought really 110% to to the game. It wasn't just a normal game for them as overall Villanova has been winning these big five games a lot. It's safe to say that St. Joe's was coming into this with a lot of energy. They gave uh, they gave them everything they had, and Villanova still got the W. That's something that should be respected as well. Eric Reynolds had 27 points. Lynn Greer had 14 points. And at one point, even SJU was leading in at the halftime break as Eric Reynolds sunk a three to give them a 35-32 halftime lead. But then the second half onslaught from the Wildcats began. They went on a 6-0 run as Chris Archidiakono knocking down threes. Slater was hitting threes. That was really the story of the game. It was really Villanova, who a team that has been shooting a lot of threes and most of their points have been coming from threes, Oh, oh, both of that's true. They haven't been knocking down a ton of threes compared to other teams in the country, and that's always been a big concern for them. Can they shore up the shooting issues? And it's safe to say they did in this game, and hopefully they could bring it back to the fin tonight in this game against St. John's as overall really just everyone was shooting the lights out, specifically Brandon Slater, who led the team with 19 points, had eight rebounds, two assists, was five for eight from three, six for nine shooting overall. And another guy who really stepped up also was Chris Archidiakono. He had 14 points on three of four shooting, three rebounds, four assists, no turnovers. A lot of people were saying this was a Chris Arch masterclass career game for him. Very happy to see him succeed. I think he's definitely earned a spot in the starting five with a performance like that. It just shows what he can do. He's not just somebody who hustles, gets those defensive rebounds, also somebody that does have some offensive skills at his disposal. And really, everyone was just knocking down threes. Another guy that really played well as well was Eric Dixon, 16 points, 12 rebounds. And you also had Caleb Daniels, even though he only had seven points, was really chipping in, doing bits in the assist game, in the layup game, in the defensive game. And Cam Whitmore, even though it was a tough night for him, shot three for 10, still at seven points of his own. I think a lot of people were very critical of Cam Whitmore. And even though we were all blown away when he first stepped onto the court at the Wells Fargo Center in that game against Oklahoma, you got to remember that this is, what, his third, fourth game. He's he's still so new. And even though he's supposed to be a lottery pick and things like that, it, it's it's going to take time. It's going to take time. And... Regardless, this Villanova team does have a lot of experienced veterans that can pick up a Cam Whitmore when he is struggling. Because he is only a freshman, right? We can't have him be the number one guy yet. That is the expectation down the line, and you can't change that. But it'll just it'll it, it, it's just something to keep in mind, something to consider. 
but uh, Villanova got the job done. They shot 37% from three. St. Joe's was shooting the lights out in the beginning, too. That's why this game is relatively close. But Villanova got the job done. Again, four-game winning streak. Started off with that big win against Oklahoma, big quad one win. That's when you beat a, a, a really, really good opponent. It helps your resume. And then they took down Penn, Boston College, and SJU. All, the, all three opponents, a little bit of a rivalry with all three of those teams is now they head into Big East play, but going into St. John's, they're coming off a win in the Orange Bowl Basketball Classic against none other than the Florida State Seminoles, as big man Joel Soriano had 23 points, 12 rebounds, was named the game's most valuable player, that was his 10th double-double of the season, and you also had another guy, definitely someone to look out for, somebody that doesn't always start, Dylan Adewusu had 20 points, was 7-11 from the floor, four three-pointers, and then you also had the second leading scorer for the Johnnies, David Jones, their power forward, also finished in double figures with 16 points. And then Illinois transfer Andre Curbelo with 14 points. And you also had Posh Alexander with nine points, four assists, and three steals. And really just the story of this game was that Florida State was turning over the ball, and that's something that St. John's excels at. They're great at forcing turnovers. They play this up-tempo, very aggressive style, both on uh, both offensively and defensively. They also really bullied Florida State in the paint. They outscored them 46-26, and they also really had their way with Florida State in the battle of the boards as they out-rebounded them 37-27, to and that's the 12th time they've won the rebound battle, and it was really just, they got off to a quick start. David Jones, Joel Soriano, Dylan Adewusu all had double figures before the break, and it was just a pretty dominant performance as a whole. Florida State did creep back into it a little bit at times, as you did have guys like Matthew Cleveland and Darren Green Jr. getting a little bit hot as he was hitting some three-pointers in the second half. But overall, St. John's was able to really keep everything under control, get a win. And it's the first time that, or excuse me, the fourth time, or it's only the fourth time in a couple decades that they've only had one loss on their non-conference schedule. So definitely... Uh, definitely high expectations for the Johnnies as they come into the Finn, right? With Mark Alexander, it's his best start. They're 11 and one. They've only lost to Iowa State. Uh, they've only lost to Iowa State so far, 71 to 60, which Villanova lost to in overtime, mind you. So definitely the expectations are high for for St. John's as right now they are favored plus five, or, or excuse me, Villanova's favored by five points in this game so far. Now, we'll kind of just jump into some keys overall. As I kind of alluded to it earlier, St. John's, they're quick with the tempo. They're ranked 7th nationally in adjusted tempo, and also a team that is very physical, very aggressive. We saw this in the Florida State game. 20th in offensive rebounding percentage, and Villanova, not great at offensive rebounding. Decent at defensive rebounding, but Villanova's 314th. It's it's definitely been tough in that department. And also, St. John's, again, loves to assert themselves with the likes of Joel Soriano and David Jones. 61% of their points inside the three-point line is 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 the is the stat there it's their ninth highest rate in the country and again Villanova struggled at limiting at at a 
Uh, Villanova struggled at limiting those two-point shots, allowing teams an average of 45.8% of total points from this two-point range. And then for Villanova as a whole, again, they attempt the fifth most threes. In terms of how, how many of those points are threes, they're, they're ranked 17th in terms of that percentage. And one big weakness, I think this is going to be the big key, is can Villanova keep the shooting going? Because if they shoot like how they did against St. Joe's, I do think that they win. I think that's honestly why originally Villanova's only favored minus three. That's now moved to minus five. I think it's honestly because a lot of people think that maybe Brandon Slater and Chris Archidiacono and a lot of these guys have started to figure out how to get these open shots, how to shoot. Uh, they're really feeling it as the Reds, as as the Johnnies are 108th in defensive three-point percentage as uh, they're allowing just 31.5% from uh, behind the arc this season. That's kind of the one downside of playing super, super up-tempo. I really think that's the one key besides getting those offensive rebounds. We've really said it all year, but... Overall, I do expect Villanova to put up a pretty good fight in this one. I think, honestly, I mean, my prediction in this one, I think really it's like another big matchup as well is going to be Eric Dixon versus Joel Soriano. I think Dixon is just somebody who's just a little bit more physical. I think that... I think that overall Dixon's just very skilled. Even though Soriano averages 1.4 blocks a game, Dixon is somebody that is skilled and somebody that knows when to pass out when uh, when he's covered. If St. John's ever try to uh, try to put a double team on him, he'll be somebody that could try to find that open guy in the corner. And that's really been something that again Villanova has struggled with ever since the loss of Colin Gillespie, that guy who can who can uh, pass out of who who can pass out of uh, posting up in the post as Eric Dixon's gotten a lot better at that. I think that's really going to be the difference. Again, knocking down threes is really going to be the key. I think it's just, can they find those open shots? Can they knock them down? I think, you know, personally, to answer that question, I would say, yeah. And and and, and I'm not even saying they even have to shoot as well as the St. Joe's game, personally. I don't think they have to. If they could just shoot decent like yeah a a, a good example would be in the Penn game or the Boston College game just a decent above average performance I think they win this game I think that Villanova as long as they as long as they get off to a decent start not a terrible start and kind of just hang around with St. John's I think that eventually they'll end up powering through but that uh, but that is going to do it here for the Villanova uh, for the Villanova basketball pregame show here on WXVU 89.1 or V89 won the roar WXVU again I'm your host Stephen Kane I'll see you for halftime and we're going to take you to the fin just in a couple minutes and as always go cats Nova radio now back to live coverage of Villanova Wildcats basketball Live from the Finn, only on Villanova's The non-conference games are now out of the way. We have hit winter break and also the first day of winter here on Villanova's campus. But the action inside the Finn will be opposite than the cold weather outside. It's the Big East opener between Villanova and St. John's, and it's coming to you next right here on WXVU 89.1 The Roar. Hi, everybody. I'm David Chapansky, joined alongside Dominic Roschetti. And, Dom, as I said, the non-conference games are over with. It is Villanova's Big East opener. Kind of wrap up all the non-conference games. Yeah, I'm excited for Big East play. These Big East games are always, you know, so intense, no matter who. You know, Georgetown gets a lot of gruff. You know, Xavier Butler's down there this year as well. But these Big East games, and we're starting with a good one. We're starting with St. John. The Johnnies are 11-1. Villanova's 6-5. This is going to be a great game, dude. I'm really, really excited. 
All right, welcome back here to the Finn. Sorry about that, everybody. Some technical difficulties here early on for the Big East opener, but that's okay. We should be good now. Dominic and David with you here on WXVU 89.1 The Roar. It's the Red Storm who start with the ball. St. John's underneath to Soriano, who is the leading scorer for St. John's. Good defense from Eric Dixon, and it's Villanova ball. Yeah, right away. I mean, this is a Big East game. You can rely on these veteran guys, Caleb Daniels, Arch, Eric Dixon, and even Brandon Slater step up. You know, Mark Armstrong's first Big East game, Jimmy Cam Whitmore's first Big East game. Round these veteran guys who know how to score in these games, know how to play in these games. Again, Villanova starters, the same as usual this season. Armstrong, Archie Diacono, Daniels, Slater, and Dixon. It's Daniels with the ball. Caleb makes a couple moves, being guarded by two St. John's Red Storm players. Here's Dixon at the top of the key. Armstrong now in the corner to Archie Diacono, who had a great game the other day at St. Joe's. Villanova held on to win that one. The pass was a little bit wide for Armstrong, and apparently Armstrong stepped out of bounds, so it's going to be St. John's basketball. Yeah, and a big thing for Villanova this year is, you know, scoring's not always there, but the thing they do well is take care of the ball, especially Chris Archidiacono. One of his strongs is just taking care of the ball. That's going to be a huge factor today. Big East opener for Villanova. St. John's has already played one Big East game. They are 1-0 after defeating DePaul. Here's David Jones. Jones makes a move towards the basket and gets the layup. 2-0 St. John's. 18 minutes, 52 seconds left here in the first half. Glad you could join us here on WXVU 89.1 The Roar. David Chapansky with you here along with Dominic Rochetti on this cold, I'm forgetting what day it is now that we're on break, Dom. <laughs> yes, Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Here's Archie Diacono with a move towards the basket, and Archie Diacono gets the deuce. So all tied up at two. St. John's driving towards the basket. It's Jones. He is fouled. It's on the floor. Kyle Neptune not happy with that call. That's his first personal foul. Jordan Longino going to sub in here for Villanova as Caleb Daniels comes out. Early sub there for Kyle Neptune. It's Mathis who gives the ball to Jones. Jones being guarded by Armstrong. Good defense by, by Villanova. It's picked up by Longino, and Longino finds Armstrong for the outlet who crosses half court. Armstrong with a boost of speed now slows things down. Dixon for a three from the key, and it's good. Eric Dixon, three ball, and Villanova takes the lead. It's five to two. St. John's now with the ball on the gears. A long two-pointer, and it's good from Andre Kerbelo. It's his first points of the game. It's now 5-4, 17 minutes, a little bit over 17. Left here in the first half. Villanova and Mark Armstrong with the basketball. Takes a pass half court. Pick set by Dixon. Armstrong now makes a move, slows things down, finds Dixon again, who just hit a three-pointer. Dixon pivoting. Now finds Slater. Slater to Archidiacono. Here's a long three and no good. Rebound is picked up by David Jones. That three was taken, I believe, by Longino. And now here is Mathis. Mathis drives towards the basket. Good defense by Dixon. Rebound picked up by St. John's. And Joel Soriano, who averages just over 15 points per game, gets the layup there. It's a 6-5 Red Storm. Yeah, again, early on, Villanova taking really, not really great shots, taking care of the ball. But a Mark Armstrong pull three is not really, really wanted. Here's Eric Dixon, who tried to get the layup. Now passes it out. Finds Slater. It's for three. No good. Rebound is picked up by Jones. And Jones now takes it up the court for the visiting Red Storm. 
St. John's in their visiting red uniforms. Here's a three from the corner to Mathis, and it's good. Montez Mathis for three from the corner. And it's now nine to five, St. John's. Some full court press defense from St. John's. Early on here, David Chabansky with you here along with Dominic Roschetti. Dixon finds Armstrong. Armstrong now with another boost of speed, goes for two. The layup and he is fouled. Shot is no good, but going to the line to shoot two will be Mark Armstrong, the freshman. Yeah, that really is Mark Armstrong's strong suit. I think I, I, in the past couple games he hasn't been shooting that well. We know last game zero points against um, St. Joseph's. He's got two zero point games in his you know past four, and he's in the starting role because he takes care of the ball well. But driving to the basket is a strong suit. Those threes aren't really been falling in for him recently. And I'm really interested to see why uh, Coach Neptune took Daniels out so soon. I get he picked up that foul, but well, Gino, I didn't think he had been playing that well either. But interested. All right, Villanova trailing 11 to 9. Here is Eric Dixon. Dixon is in the paint, making a move. Dixon pivots, now goes for the layup and just bounces around the rim. Good rebound picked up by Dixon, but he throws it away. And now St. John's with the ball. It's a three from the corner for Alexander. It's an air ball. Rebound is picked up, though, by David Jones. Jones goes to work against Slater. Good defense all around by Villanova. Yeah, I mean, it was quite a turn of events. Two air balls on the St. Johnny side of the ball. Villanova's got a rebound, got a rebound. Dixon's going to be the you know big one rebounding. But Cam Whitmore, his size and his length adds a lot. He's a really big load off of Eric Dixon um, in the rebound game, which is nice. In the corner, it was Whitmore. Whitmore finds Dixon. Dixon already has one three today. Here's a three ball from Longino, and it's good. Jordan Longino gives the Wildcats a 12 to 11 lead. And Dom, very close battle here between two good teams. Villanova coming into this game, winners of four straight. St. John's is 11 and one. They also are undefeated. They played one game in Big East play. St. John's with the basketball, but looks like we're gonna have a timeout called by Villanova. So at the first time out with 14 minutes and 28 seconds left to go here in the first half, Villanova leads St. John's. It's 12 to 11. We'll be right back here on WXVU 89.1 The Roar. This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891 The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. WXVU is honored to have been nominated for five 2022 to 2023 Intercollegiate Broadcast System Media Awards, including Best College Radio Station. Also receiving nominations were Chris Kokinos' interview with Kaylee Brendel as Best News Interview, and through the WXVNU Health Partnership, graduate student Alex Hudson's podcast, Ring the Alarm, as Best Public Affairs Program. Winners will be announced in February at the annual IBS conference in New York City. WXVU thanks you, our loyal listeners, for all of your support that make this kind of recognition possible. Today feels like any other day. I didn't get any sleep last night, I've been on edge, I snapped at my roommate, I couldn't focus in class, and my body has been tense. It's so draining, but this is what it's like to be a college student, right? This doesn't have to be what it's like to be a college student. According to the American Psychological Association- Now, back to live coverage of Villanova Wildcats basketball. 
Live from the Finn, only on Villanova's feet. Welcome back here to the Finneran Pavilion. David Schapansky with you here along with Dominic Roschetti. And Villanova's leading scorer is Mark Armstrong with four points so far in this game. Just under 15 minutes left to play here in the first half. Villanova leading St. John's 12-11. to 11. And Dom, we have our WXVU broadcast poll question of the night. Yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter at WXVU. We have a bunch of polls throughout the weekend. I know me and David are on the morning roll. We have a poll there, too. But for the Big East opener, we thought about opening presents because I think we're both eager to open presents. But our question is, what is or when is the best time to open gifts? Is it 7 a.m. Christmas Day? Is it 12 p.m. Christmas Day? Is it on Christmas Eve or is it at night on Christmas? I've heard answers for all of these right now. Just two votes. We got one for 7 a.m. Christmas Day and one um, for 12 p.m. on Christmas Day. I think right now I, I'm a mid-noon you know, guy, maybe a little bit 1 o'clock. Eat breakfast, maybe a little bit of a brunch, send open presents. David? Yeah, I would say Christmas morning. I have to go with Christmas morning. But I like Christmas night, too. I think that that's a good time. Christmas Eve, I've never really done it. And the afternoon, I just feel like that's like when I'm about to eat. You know what I mean? The Christmas brunch. Villanova up 12 to 11. Mark Armstrong with four points. Archer Diacono with two points. Longino with three. Uh, and Eric Dixon with three points as well. All of St. John's starters are still in the game as of right now, and they all have at least scored two points. Both teams have also committed one foul here through the first five minutes and 30 seconds or so. Again, thank you for joining us here on WXVU 89.1 The Roar. St. John's going to start with the basketball out of the media timeout. It is Mathis. Mathis underneath finds Soriano. Good rebound picked up by Whitmore. Cam Whitmore comes away with it. Now finds Daniels after kind of a weird pass there. Daniels crosses the half-court line. Archer Diacono now dribbles. Gets the pick set from Slater. Slater makes a decision. Finds an outlet with Whitmore. Whitmore, it's a three ball and just a little bit too much behind it there. St. John's with the rebound. Now St. John's going to slow it down a little bit. Alexander... There is Jones. Thought it could have been a push there. Back out. St. John's with plenty of time on the shot clock, and the three ball is good from Mathis. It's his second three-pointer of the game so far, and St. John's takes a 14-12 lead. So now Villanova and Brandon Slater takes the ball up the court. A little bit of boost of speed. Now Slater slows it down at the top of the key. Whitmore finds Longino. Longino. Back to Slater, Archer Diacono now with Whitmore out there. Whitmore makes a move towards the basket. Shot clock is at 10. Whitmore missed the basket. Rebound picked up by the Red Storm. And now the Red Storm go the other way. It's Mathis, again, who just shot the three. It's tipped by Whitmore. Good defensive play, but the Red Storm get it back. It's Alexander now driving towards the basket. Finds a wide-open Soriano, the leading scorer for St. John's, and gets the layup at 16-12 St. John's. Yeah, Cam Wilmore really just now looks like he's just forcing shots. I mean, he, he, we know his talent is, you know, he can shoot the ball well, he can create his own shot very, very well. But his last two shots did not look good. I don't know. It just seems he's not taking his time. He's not waiting. Here's Slater for a long three. Another rebound picked up from St. John's. And Villanova struggling a little bit here early from beyond the arc. As St. John's, here's another three ball from Mathis, and this one a little bit too much. And we're going to have a foul coming up here against Villanova. Also checking in for the Red Storm is Dylan Adewusu. We'll check in, and uh, Towson is going to check in for Villanova. 
So there's a foul on the floor against Villanova. It's going to be their second team foul. Villanova trailing by four here against St. John's at 16 to 12. 12 minutes, 32 seconds left to play here in the first half. Glad you could join us on this cold Wednesday evening. 6.30, though. I like the 6.30 start stop. Here's a three ball from the corner, and it was in and out. David Jones shot that three-pointer and rebound picked up by Slater. Slater now springs Hausen. Hausen makes a move. St. John's really with the full-court defense. Here is Slater. Slater trying to make a move, lost the basketball, and it was tipped, and it's going to go out of play, and Villanova turnover there. Now what you like to see from Slater. Now, and Villanova's playing really, really sloppy right now on the offensive end and defensive end. I mean, their offensive possessions have looked really, really bad right now. And it's not like St. John's is giving them a hard time. They're just not taking care of the ball. Villanova hasn't... This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891, The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. If you missed the last morning roar, the crew broadcasted live outside in the elements at Villanova's Oreo on campus. Very special Christmas episode, everybody. So, yeah, how are we feeling this morning? Yeah, it's, I think it's harder to actually wake up this early than be outside <laughs> in the cold. I, I actually, I think I've adjusted to it by now, so I feel good. Nick Tamalo from the president's office joined us to talk about all of the events happening to celebrate Christmas at Villanova. Merry Christmas, Villanova. It's just a special time on campus as you guys are, are wrapping up the semester and you know, focus on finals. We want to bring a little, you know, joy and spirit. We try to represent that in the different Christmas events that, that we do. And we gave away a pair of tickets to the Philadelphia Cat Expo. Congratulations. Now, back to live coverage of Villanova Wildcats basketball. Live from the Finn, only on Villanova's V891. Hi, welcome back here to the Finner and Pavilion, everybody. Sorry about the technical difficulties here early on. We've been having some trouble, but hopefully everything is good to go now. 11 minutes and 8 seconds left to play here in the first half. Villanova trailing by 5. It's 19 to 14 St. John's. What does Villanova have to do better, uh, Don? Yeah, I, I think offensively they've looked, you know, some of the worst basketball I've seen from Villanova this year. The problems being they're not taking care of the ball. So far, I mean, it's been everybody. I mean, Slater had a bad turnover. Um, well, Gina had a bad turnover, and Orange almost had a bad turnover earlier. Luckily, it somehow bounced to Dixon, but just take care of the ball.
This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891, The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. Registration is now open for the 8th Annual VU Women in Tech Conference, happening Saturday, January 28th at the Inn at Villanova. Women are leading and innovating with technology across Villanova's campus and alumni base, and VU Women in Tech offers the opportunity to learn about the infinite possibilities of data and technology while networking with leaders in the field. Attend virtually or in person at the Inn at Villanova. For the full lineup of speakers and to register, visit VUWomenInTech.org. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. We'll see mostly cloudy skies tonight, a low down to 24. A mix of now back. Three there, it's now 24 to 14. Villanova trailing by 10, just like that. It's Slater who will take the ball up the court for Villanova. 10 minutes left to play, so halfway through the first half, Villanova gonna need some more offense here. It's Dixon who finds Hausen, Hausen to Daniels. Daniels now makes a move, here's a long mid-range and it's good, Caleb Daniels with his first two points of the day. It's now 24 to 16, St. John's. The last three ball was good by Storr, so he now has eight points does Storr, including two for two from beyond the arc tonight. Armstrong checks back in and so does Longino for the Wildcats. Here is Kerbelo, who directs traffic for St. John's. Kerbelo being guarded by Armstrong. Nine minutes, 37 seconds left to play here in the first half. David Chapansky with you here, along with Dominic Roschetti on 89.1 WXVU, The Roar. Here's a move towards the basket from Kerbelo. Good defense there from Armstrong, and the rebound is picked up by Longino. Longino did have Whitmore if he decided to go that route. Longino with... A move towards the basket, Longino, good play. Longino with the layup, and now Villanova cuts a deficit to just six. Longino there did all the work himself. Great job from Jordan. Adewusu now in the corner. Gets it back, Adewusu, long three from the top of the key. It rims out, and rebound picked up from Armstrong. Armstrong now directs traffic for Villanova. Dixon, Longino, Daniels, and Whitmore out there for the Wildcats. Whitmore bounce pass to Dixon. Dixon now drives towards the basket, lost the ball for a second, got his own pickup, and Dixon just missed, hit the left side of the rim and bounced out. And now St. John's with the rebound. Here is Mathis, Mathis with a little move and gets to the basket for two, and it's now 26-18 St. John's. Yeah, and St. John's really dominating this game. It looks like they're score, you know, almost effortlessly on offense, and then defensively they've been really, really good. Villanova, again, offense possessions have not looked good. It looks like they're forcing a lot of shots. Even that last make by Longino was all him. No ball movement, no anything. Here's Caleb Daniels for a three. This one with a little bit too much towards the right side of the basket. Comes out, rebound, picked up by Kerbelo. St. John shooting 50% from the floor. Kerbelo, here's a three outside to Mathis, and this one misses the rim, and... We are going to have a timeout. So media timeout here of 7 minutes and 56 seconds left to play. In the first half, Villanova trailing by 8. We'll be right back. You're listening to WXVU 89.1 The Roar. 
This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891, The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. This Martin Luther King Day, Villanova is celebrating its 16th annual day of service. The MLK Day of Services off-campus component began when several black students were inspired to give back to their respective communities in Philadelphia. Over 15 years, it has grown into a service initiative that partners with multiple locations in the greater Philadelphia area. Recently, up to 32 community locations have been served. Beautifying a community hall or church, serving food, or participating in a community activity to commemorate Dr. Martin Luther King's legacy are just a few examples of activities that have taken place at off-campus locations. Working with groups that have similar missions allows volunteers the opportunity to participate in meaningful service while strengthening relationships. For volunteer or group registration for the MLK Day of Service, please email interculturalaffairs at villanova.edu. Registration is now open for the 8th Annual VU Women in Tech Conference, happening Saturday, January 28th at the Inn at Villanova. Women are leading and innovating with technology across Villanova's campus and alumni base, and VU Women in Tech offers the opportunity to learn about the infinite possibilities of data and technology while networking with leaders in the field. Attend virtually or in person at the Inn at Villanova. For the full lineup of speakers and to register, visit VUWomenInTech.org. Welcome back here to the Finneran Pavilion. Villanova trailing St. John's by a score of 26 to 18. Villanova, though, did just end a little bit ago, a little bit ago in eight nothing run from St. John's. So, Dom, so far the leading score in this game is Jordan Longino with five points, but Slater, Whitmore still with zero points. How can Villanova kind of counter St. John's offensive attack here early? It's these offensive possessions, David. They're not moving the ball well. They're taking, you know, four shots, not great looks. And they, they take their time, you know, spread the ball around, play a little bit of basketball, some guard post-offs, passing out of the post-up. That's how Villanova can score the ball, and they're just not doing that. I did like the fact that Colin Upton did bench K. Wilmore for a little bit there. K. Wilmore took two very, very bad shots, uncharacteristic shots for Villanova basketball. Hopefully that's over. And changing sides, just got to play hard defense. You can't keep giving St. John's open looks. St. John's only two for seven for a three-point, but it feels like every time they're on the defensive end, they're bound to score very, very easily. Shoot 43% um, on the defensive side of the ball is very, very good. Yeah, and Villanova shooting just 29%, two for seven from beyond the arc tonight. Also, four turnovers for Villanova so far in this one. St. John's also out rebounding Villanova 12 to eight as the Wildcats trail 26 to 18. It's St. John's ball coming out of the media timeout. It's Soriano, the leading scorer for the Red Storm. Soriano finds Kerbalo. Back to Joel Soriano, post up. Now back to Kerbalo. Kerbalo drives towards the basket. Good defense from Daniels. It was tipped. Getting it back is Kerbalo. Shot clock at five. Kerbalo with a corner mid-range and rebound is picked up from, I believe, Soriano. Or sorry, Kerbalo, but rebound from Whitmore. Whitmore finds Armstrong. Seven minutes, 28 seconds up to play here in the first half. Armstrong. Here's Daniels. Good defense from St. John's here so far in this one. Daniels drives towards the basket, lost the ball, 
And it will be a turnover for Villanova. St. John's going to take over. Losing the ball was Caleb Daniels. Yeah, David, another turnover. Caleb Daniels, second time Villanova's just, you know, lost it off themselves. Slater dribbled it out of bounds earlier. Now Caleb Daniels dribbles it off his foot. This is not what you want. I don't know. It's, you know, they've had a couple of days off here. This does not look good, David. Alexander is Kerbalo once again. A wide open three-point attempt from Alexander and a little bit too much there from Alexander from beyond the arc. Whitmore loses the ball and Alexander is fouled. Whitmore will have, I believe, his first foul of the night. And Whitmore was trying to, I believe, spring Slater, but instead I don't think realized that Alexander was not all the way back yet. It's Villanova's third foul. St. John's has only committed one foul in this first half. We are more than 13 minutes in. Here's Mathis. Mathis already has a couple three-pointers tonight for the Red Storm. Alexander with two points, one for four from the from Daniels. Here is Armstrong, crosses the right side of the court. Armstrong now with a bunch of speed, just missed the layup, but stepping out of bounds is Soriano and Villanova basketball. And another shot I did not like from Mark Armstrong. He did a nice job of getting to the basket. Got to use her left hand there. Tried to go up from the left side of the basket, from the left side of the basket with his right hand. It's hard to do, especially with the defender right on you. Luckily, Villanova catches a break, though, and the St. John's guy did step out of bounds. Yeah, Armstrong seems to be rushing some, shot, some shots here tonight. Villanova basketball, though, six minutes, 27 seconds left. Here's a long two-pointer from Daniels, and it bounces in and out. Villanova still struggling with, with offense here. They have to get back on defense. It's Alexander. Here's a three-pointer from Jones, and it's good. David Jones now has five points tonight with his first three-pointer. And now the Wildcats trail by 11. Villanova just trying to inbound the ball here, having struggles with that here, too, tonight. Slater finds Archer Diacono. They also struggled against St. Joe's, but were able to hold on there. Villanova has won four straight games, including a big win against Oklahoma State, which got kind of the winning vibes back here. And Longino was kind of kicked in the head as bouncing over him was a Red Storm player, who I believe is Jones, who was down on the court, and now he is being helped up. That was almost a dangerous play for both players, and it looks like that Jones is shaken up. It is a foul, though, against David Jones. It's his first, so Villanova basketball. It is on the floor, I believe. Hopefully both players are okay. It looks like that Longino is okay. And Jones kind of shaking it off. Five minutes, 51 seconds left to play here in the first half. Villanova struggling on offense so far, just shooting, just shooting 39%. Here's Caleb Daniels, bounce pass underneath to Dixon. Dixon tonight with five points for your Wildcats. Dixon drives, now makes a move, and Eric Dixon now has seven points tonight. Good layup there from Dixon. Yeah, a nice, easy layup for Dixon. A bucket Villanova really needed. Kerbalo, here's Alexander. Alexander beyond the top of the key, being guarded by Dixon. Alexander makes a move, but he double dribbled, and it will be a turnover for St. John's. We've been saying a lot Villanova turnover, so it's nice to say the opposite, Dom, once in a while. Villanova going to take over. Still plenty of time, though, in this first half. Plenty of time in this game to settle in. Villanova down by nine, inbounding to Daniels. Villanova's had some trouble inbounding tonight, though. They're definitely going to need to straighten that out here as we head towards the end of this first half. Daniels, Dixon, Whitmore, 
Uh, Slater and Archdiakono out there. Here's a mid-range from Caleb Daniels. Bounces off the back of the rim. Dixon fights for the board. Good job from Cam Whitmore and Eric Dixon. Whitmore gets the basket after a good job from Dixon to help with the rebound. Villanova trails by seven. Here's a mid-range two-pointer from Kerbalo, who was, his momentum was taking him away from the basket. Rebound picked up by the Wildcats. And all of a sudden, Villanova now trying to go on a run here. Have some momentum. The juice is back in the fin. It's Archdiacono with the basketball. Played much better against St. Joe's. Looked really good in that game. Here's Whitmore for three. It was from the top of the key, and it will go out of play. And St. John's will take over. Cam Whitmore still struggling here in this one. Only two points through his first five shots. And you get, I mean, I heard a crowd, a guy from the crowd just say, Cam Whitmore, you know, he's six foot seven, six foot eight, long, athletic. He doesn't need to be taking step back threes all the time. He can drive to the basket, put his head down, and basically dunk on anybody. Drive to the basket, Cam Whitmore. Especially, they set up a nice isolation play for him there, just didn't get to the basket. St. John's one for seven of their last field goals. Here's an air ball rebound picked up from Dixon. Eric Dixon finds Slater. Now Slater chooses to slow things down. Dixon now gets it past half court, finds Daniels. That shot was taken from David Jones, and Daniels loses the basketball. Alexander gets the turnover and put in from David Jones. Alexander put up the shot, and Jones puts it in for the layup. It's now 31-22, St. John's. Villanova turning the ball over seven times, almost turned it over there again. Here is Cam Whitmore. Cam Whitmore with the layup made it look easy. Whitmore now has four points tonight. Good job from Cam. Here's a long three from Jones. No good. Jones has really looked good from beyond the arc tonight for the Red Storm, but rebound picked up from Caleb Daniels. Villanova trailing by seven. You're listening on WXVU 89.1. The roar, good pass from Archer Diacono to Slater. Tried to get the end one there. We're going to have a timeout here, but Caleb Daniels, or sorry, Brandon Slater will go to the line to shoot two. Villanova trailing by seven. You're listening to WXVU 89.1. The roar. We'll be right back, everybody. This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891 The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. Are you not sleeping well? Are your energy levels all over the place? Have you been feeling down? Adding daily exercise into your routine might be just what you need. Exercising regularly has been found to enhance sleep, stabilize energy levels, and ease feelings of depression. A 10-minute walk or a quick workout in your room can still give you the benefits of exercise. Villanova's Office of Health Promotion and its program, Thrive 365, provide an abundance of helpful information regarding exercise and easy ways to add activity into your busy routine. In the know with Nova Nurses. This message is brought to you by senior nursing students in the M. Louise Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and WXVU 89.1, The Roar. Back here in Villanova, Pennsylvania, where the Wildcats trail the St. John's Red Storm by a score of 31 to 24. But Villanova has looked a little bit better recently, trying to get the offense picked up. It is loud in here as they're having the t-shirt toss. And we were talking about before the broadcast, Dom, that there was like nobody in here. But it really filled up as game time came along. David Chapansky with you here along with Dominic Rochetti. Kind of thoughts here early on, almost to halftime here with Villanova. Three minutes, 34 seconds left to play. Yeah, Villanova does this weird thing where they, they love to make us very, very worried in the first half and then come out in the second half and play very, very well. 
I'm hoping this is one of those cases right now. Down seven. They were just down ten a few moments ago. Luckily, went on a little bit of a run. And now Slayer's up with two free throws. David, I keep saying it, and I really need to drive it home. They're not playing good offense at all, and their defense hasn't been, you know, up to their standards either. But offensively, they can do a lot better. They have the scores to beat St. John's. They might not have the size of the defensive end to beat St. John's, but they definitely have the scores on the offensive end. And so far, they're not taking the care of the ball. Caleb Daniels looks really, really bad with the ball in his hands today. And something's got to change offensively. More, more Armstrong minutes, maybe. More Archer Diakono minutes. Daniels isn't the guy to bring us the ball, though. At St. John's, of course, the uh, the rival here for Villanova, Big East rival in the Big East opener. But, I mean, this is a good test for Villanova. Obviously, St. John's 11-1. They've only lost one game. They beat DePaul to be 1-0 in Big East play. But, you know, Villanova, they have to get ready for UConn. It was going to be, of course, very tough rank number two in the country. So, you know, they need to win this game and need to get the offense kind of straightened out because in terms of scoring, as you said, Dom, it hasn't been exactly pretty to start the season in non-conference play. Villanova with three fouls, St. John's also with three fouls, and this is a very long media timeout here extended, so it's a good time to remind everybody to check us out on WXVU and Twitter for the poll question, which is when is the best time to open up your Christmas presents. Uh, I did want to say happy holidays to everybody out there. Uh, it is cold outside here in Villanova, Pennsylvania. Uh, I think we're in like the 30s, yeah, my computer says 34, but no snow yet, Dom. So uh, are you a fan of snow? I'm a fan of snow, except for the part when I have to shovel. That's that that part of snow sucks. But besides that, the best wasn't you know a snow day in school. I, I miss those days in college. You don't get those as much. All right, so two of the line for Brandon Slater. Slater just missed the layup there to try to make it an N1 opportunity. Three minutes, 34 seconds left to play here in the first half. Villanova down by seven. Now down by six. First one at the line for Slater is good. It's his first points of the evening. Villanova's leading scorer is Eric Dixon with seven. A.J. Storr leads the Red Storm with eight. Second of the line for Slater is good. It's Brandon Slater, two for two at the line, and cuts the Villanova deficit to just five. Here come the Red Storm. It's Ade Wusu who finds David Jones. Jones with the ball being guarded by Longino. Back to Alexander. Alexander towards the basket. Good defense from Slater. And rebound picked up from Armstrong after it was tipped by Archer Diacono. Armstrong trying to cross half court. He will successfully. Good defense from Alexander. Armstrong now dribbles, finds Dixon. Dixon at the top of the key to Slater. Slater makes a nice move there, trying to get around the, de the defender for the Red Storm. And Slater puts up a long two and rebound picked up from St. John's. Would have been nice, though, to get that basket. Here's Mathis, Mathis, here is Jones. Jones driving, gets around Longino, goes up for the deuce, and rebound picked up by Eric Dixon. Or sorry, Brandon Slater. Slater now finds Armstrong. Two minutes, 38 seconds up to play here in the first half. Glad you could join us on WXVU 89.1 The Roar. Here's Eric Dixon, great move from Dixon, and he'll get the layup. Good defense, or not good defense, good offense from Villanova as that was Soriano, who was kind of lost there guarding Dixon. Villanova now just down by three. The electricity coming back to the fin. It's Alexander almost stolen by Longino. Getting it back are the Red Storm. Here come Alexander. Alexander tried to find Soriano. Rebound picked up by Longino. So a crazy roller coaster set of events there from Villanova. The crowd now somewhat on their feet, but everyone applauding as Villanova at the two-minute warning. Here's a three from Slater to tie it, and they do. Brandon Slater ties this 
ball game up at 31 apiece, Dom, and we have a ball game on the main line. Feels good. Feels good to be back in this game. Tie game now. Huge three from Slater. A bucket he really needed, too. So now the Red Storm, Villanova needing some defense. Going to try to take the lead into halftime, which a couple minutes ago we were hoping that they would just kind of cut the deficit. Here's Mathis. Mathis back out to, I believe that's Adewusu, who finds Soriano underneath the basket. Good defense from Slater. It's tipped. And now Alexander runs into Slater, and it's going to be a turnover. Offensive foul. Great job to accept the charge from Slater, and Villanova has a chance to go ahead with 85 seconds left to play in the first half. What, what a pass 35 seconds for Brandon Slater. Hits that huge three on the offensive end to tie the game, draws a charge, and gives Villanova the opportunity to take the lead. That's Villanova basketball, David. Huge three followed up by a charge. Love to see it. Villanova on a 9-0 run. They're on a 13-2 run over the last four minutes in this ballgame. More than 60 seconds. Here's Slater, goes up for the layup, missed. Now Slater waits a second. He's patient and it paid off for Brandon Slater. He's really on fire late here in this first half. Villanova now leads by two against the Red Storm. St. John's gonna try to get some points here heading into half. Villanova gonna try to play some good defense. Here's a three ball from Alexander, too much. Rebound picked up from Slater. Here's Archer Diacono, finds Daniels. Daniels goes up and gets the layup. St. John's calls timeout, and the Finneran Pavilion is on their feet. The Big East, baby, the Big East. Villanova now leads by four. It's 35 to 31. What an atmosphere. We're going to go to break. 45 seconds left to play here in the first half. Did you know... Alcohol misuse in college is a risk factor for alcoholism later in life. Did you know? Changes in appetite, sleep, and motivation or neglecting responsibilities and relationships can be a sign of alcohol misuse. Did you know? Alcohol can interfere with over-the-counter drugs like allergy and cough medicines and prescription medications. Did you know? Alcohol misuse is an illness that can be treated. The Office of Health Promotion offers the basics tool to examine drinking behavior in a judgment-free environment. Students complete the basics online survey then will be contacted by the Office of Health Promotion to schedule their session. This can be found on the Villanova Op. Now, back to live coverage of Villanova Wildcats basketball. Live from the Finn, only on Villanova's V891. The Roar. The Finn is rocking on a Wednesday night. Everybody's in holiday fever, and Villanova's on a 17-2 run over the last five minutes. Villanova up by four. It's 35-31 as St. John's has the basketball. Three ball, and it's off. Rebound, though, picked up from Mathis. Mathis trying to turn garbage into gold. Picked up by Daniels is the rebound. David Schmansky with you here along with Dominic Roschetti. Always love a good Mark Zumoff reference. 23 seconds left to play here in the first half. Archer Diacono, the crowd wants a foul. Archer Diacono now drives, and he is fouled. St. John's going to commit their fifth foul of the evening. The foul is on Alexander, and Villanova all of a sudden, Eric Dixon now is the leading scorer with nine. The... Uh, foul is on the floor. 18 seconds left to play here in the first half. Dom, what a run. What a sequence. What a roller coaster. But it's been fun tonight. Yeah, I mean, what, what a, like, past three minutes Brandon Slater had. I mean, it felt like five minutes ago he had zero points. He's now up to seven. And he threw that, uh, you know, huge charge. And I feel a little four. And go, go into halftime, you know, maybe up seven, maybe up eight. I mean, it's, it's, it's nice to see. That's the hope. 15 seconds here. Villanova will hold on for the last shot. 
It's Dixon. Dixon drives towards the basket. Posts up the defender for the storm. It's Alexander. Dixon now fades back, and the rebound is picked up by St. John's. They only have two seconds, though, and they're not going to get it down the court in time. Maybe a shot put up here. It will not count. The shot was taken from Adewusu, but it wouldn't have counted anyway. The Finneran Pavilion rises to their feet. It's 35-31 to 31 at halftime, as we're now going to send it over to Steven in the studio for the halftime show. Villanova again up 35-31 to 31 over St. John's in the Big East opener. David Chmansky, Dominic Roschetti will have second half action from the Finn on the other side of the halftime show. You're listening to WXVU 89.1 The Roar. This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891 The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. A good evening, everyone, and an early happy holidays to everyone as you're listening to Villanova Basketball on V891 The Roar. I'm your host, Stephen Kane, and this is WXVU's Villanova Basketball Halftime Show. And Villanova didn't look too great in that first half against St. John's, first Big East game of the season, but a 17-2 run in the final five and a half minutes or so, 13-0 run in the last three minutes or so, puts Villanova on top 35-31, to Really got the fin rocking. You could hear it from. You could definitely hear it on the broadcast. You could hear it where if you're watching on FS1. As really as as a Villanova's play really just brought the crowd back into it. And but starting off, it was really all St. John's as Dom and David were saying. It was it, it was it was very tough in the first 10 to 12 minutes or so watching specifically Villanova's offense work as it seemed like St. John's really had their number and something that really I failed to to mention really to bring up in the pregame show, you know, some things you have to, you know, some things you have to cut a little bit, you don't think are going to be super interesting, but St. John's is a team that is fantastic, and I mean fantastic, at forcing turnovers. They're really, really great. They force 15.5 turnovers per outing, 186 turnovers this season, and that may be the best. I'm pretty sure it's maybe the best in the whole country, at least, or at the very least, one of the best. And coming into this game, Villanova, we know them as a slow, very methodical tempo team. And they rarely turn the ball over. So heading into this game, it was like an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. And for the first 10 or 12 minutes or so, I mean, you could talk about really why St. John's jumped out, why the Red Storm jumped out to this great start of theirs, particularly Montez Mathis, a guy that used to be terrible as a shooter. He's a transfer from Rutgers, but this year's really turned it around. He's shooting 50% from behind the arc. He had eight points. You could talk about how David Jones had seven points and five boards and this and that, or A.J. Store, another three-point shooter, three-point specialist that we failed to mention in the pregame show. He's a he's very solid bench piece for this squad led by Coach Mark Alexander. You could talk about all that. You could talk about all these, you know, good individual performances from St. John's. But really, it a, a lot of it was Villanova. A lot of it was just really, really silly turnovers. At one point, you know, keeping track of the the team stats. At one point, Villanova was losing the turnover battle like seven to two. And you know, when bringing up this, uh, uh, how big how big the turnover battle was going to be in this game that definitely explained why at one point St. John's was up was up by 11 up by 12 at one point as Villanova was just really struggling to keep the ball 
in uh, in in their uh, in their own hands as really defensively a lot of these guys played really well particularly Posh Alexander who averages almost two steals a game same thing with Andre Corbello as Alexander has two steals already almost even had a couple more too that went out of bounds and Andre Corbello had a steal and Montez Mathis had a steal so but that was really the problem if you had to kind of sum it all down and really why did Villanova struggle it was that it was the turnovers but then Villanova really, really, really got hot. And the 17-2 run was mainly on the back of Brandon Slater, who had seven points. And just, But it seems really, really improbable when you go into how he got these seven points in particular. As, was, as, as Villanova was down by seven with around three and a half minutes left in this first half, as he knocks in back-to-back free throws, he takes advantage of a Jordan Longino steal, he sets him up for a nice three, Slater hits a three, ties the game, then he takes a charge on Posh Alexander, who's been playing pretty well, and then on the very next play, Slater gets another bucket, gives Villanova the lead, just like that, bada-bing, bada-boom, they're up 33-31, to and then Archie Diakono is a nice bucket on the fast break, thanks to a Caleb Daniels assist, and that explains really just how Villanova was really, really cooking at the end of this first half as it was mainly off the back of Brandon Slater a little bit with seven points but also Eric Dixon who's just been super consistent nine points four rebounds two assists and a block as well he's he's been he's been very well and he's really done a nice job I think this is something that may go a little bit unsung in terms of first half headlines he's done a great job at limiting uh Joel Soriano which we talked about which would be a big matchup and that could also partially explain why Villanova has found a lot of success as Soriano both of his buckets were early in the game was completely rendered a non-factor not just in terms of scoring but also in terms of rebounding had four points and six rebounds again most of that I bet was in the first 10 to 11 minutes or so also had a block and then had two turnovers Dixon and Longino being big parts of that other guys that really stepped up as well how about how about Jordan Longino how about Jordan Longino as in the beginning of the year he's been struggling he hasn't really lived up to these expectations he was on the team last year and he had a lot of potential and people were expecting a big jump from him it hasn't really worked out yet but a, a really solid first half for him and I've kind of it disagreed on that notion that he's really just not a scorer but he's shown his offensive scoring ability five points a rebound and assist also a big steal too we talked about the big steal that ended up setting up that crucial bucket to give Villanova the lead he's he's definitely that guy he's definitely somebody that is making a name for himself on this team Cam Whitmore struggled a little bit Cam Whitmore has struggled. I think that uh, that's going to be something that it, it needs to be discussed, dissected. The St. Joe's game, he didn't look great. In the St. John's game, only four points, and wasn't even part of the starting five. Was put in, and then uh, oh, was, uh, and and then was put in, and then benched at just after a couple minutes after taking some pretty bad shots. 0 for two from behind the arc. Just not the best performance from Cam. Whitmore as a whole but again going through growing pains we said it at the beginning of the show in the pregame show that you know there's these super high expectations for Cam Whitmore and you have to be realistic he's a freshman he's still adapting to the Villanova basketball style the Villanova basketball culture and things like that but overall really good first half a really really good first half and Villanova just really shored up a lot of the things that 
we talked about. We we really emphasized the importance of the three-point shooting. That was another thing, too. First 10 or 11 minutes, nothing was falling for Villanova. It looked pretty bad. They didn't take a ton of threes, but their percentage was in the low 20s, even, even at times even a flat 20, and that's not good. That's not going to get the job done. You're not going to win games that way. But now they've cleaned it up. It's only three for 10. But 30%, which isn't bad. St. John's, for reference, they hold their opponents to around 31% from the three-point uh, in in the three-point game. So for Villanova, you're thinking roughly 35%, 34%, like hovering around that area. Just shooting average, just shooting decent or a little above average, I think will get the job done. And we talked about how huge of a key that is. Again, for a St. John's team that is so stout defensively, you talk about this Mark Alexander-led team. He originally was an assistant uh, a coach under this Arkansas program that was very similar to St. John's, and that inspired him to really lead this just very ferocious attack that we've seen. And it it really it really uh, befuddled Villanova in the beginning, but they've really now have kind of figured it out. Again, five to three in terms of steals, St. John's leads, but again, Villanova has has cut that has cut that deficit it was a lot worse again around eight minutes left in the first half but some other things to look out for as well in terms of in terms of just player performance again Andre Curbelo was was pretty limited as well uh two points a rebound two assists wasn't really doing too much did have that one steal I think really just some keys in this second half is just going to be keeping the ball under control and trying to set up more of those open threes and I think one thing too that's also just something that needs to be talked about it's kind of hard really to measure this is more kind of a an eye test kind of thing I know that there's math formulas for things like that but really just control the tempo control the tempo and take time to find the open man obviously that means it puts a lot more weight on each possession so that means you can't have as many bad possessions right so you can't waste 30 seconds and do nothing with it you have to basically score on more possessions then but that's just how Villanova works it just seemed like in the beginning and Dom pointed this out on the broadcast that you know and even watching it here in the studio that Villanova just forcing shots, especially Cam Whitmore and some of the other guys, Caleb Daniels as well, and it just did not work. It it just didn't seem it just didn't seem natural. It didn't see it seemed completely opposite to what Villanova's all about. And Villanova's all about trying to find that open guy when there's a couple seconds left on the shot clock, right? If there is a if there is an open shot, then go for it. But you take your time, you slow it down. That's that's how Villanova's been forever. They really got to lean to that style. And that's kind of another thing too is not just who's going to win the turnover battle, but who's going to win the tempo battle with uh, uh, kind of like that whole unstoppable force meets that immovable object st john's is a top 10 team in tempo villanova's 340 something which is almost dead last in in, in terms when you consider all division one schools so it's who's going to control the tempo and in, in the beginning it was st john's but then villanova really kind of asserted themselves as a lot of these late buckets were a lot more reminiscent of Villanova basketball. A couple were on the fast breaks, but a couple were also, let's slow it down, let's try to find the guy. A lot of those being Eric Dixon post-up buckets. It's definitely going to be the key. It's something that needs to be considered for this second half as a huge game for Villanova as, I mean, you just look ahead 
oh, I mean, we'll talk about this more in the post game show, depending on the outcome. You have UConn looming, which, as as optimistic as I, you know, I can be, you probably. Uh, preemptively maybe mark that as a loss and then you have a game against Marquette on New Year's Eve at two o'clock in the fin that'll be a tough game as well so this is a huge game you really have to win this a team that even though is slightly ranked above you in the Kempom rankings you have to take the W here as hopefully Villanova will hold on as they got off to a tough start they ended up coming roaring back 35 to 31 for Villanova in this first half as it'll be interesting to see what happens in this second half as that is going to do it here for this halftime show as again I'm your host Stephen Kane and you've been listening to WXVU's Villanova basketball halftime show on V89 the one the roar hopefully the postgame show will have a positive tone to it and not a negative one hopefully we'll be talking about a Cats win and They'll be one to know in the Big East, and they'll have a five-game win streak, and we could even talk about how they may look against the scary foe known as UConn. But that is going to do it here for this halftime show. Again, we'll see you guys at the po- at at the post-game show. We'll take you back to David and Dom in the Finn just in a little bit, and that's going to do it, guys. And go Cats! To today. Well, thank you, Steve, for the halftime show. Welcome back here to the Finner Pavilion. David Chbansky with you here, along with Dominic Rochetti. And, well, how much history is really behind this St. John's and Villanova matchup? Well, this is the 128th time that these two teams have matched up. And St. John's trails, so Villanova's leading, uh, 64 to 63. So it is extremely close. And this game, Villanova can kind of build their lead a little bit here against St. John's. Villanova off now 35 to 31. They lead by four. Dom, thoughts on that first half? It ended really, really well. The last five minutes really redeemed the whole first half that Villanova played. That first half was really, really ugly up until, you know, the five-minute mark. Luckily, Brandon Slater, you know, found a second gear and went on, you know, his own 7-0 run. Had, you know, two great defensive possessions, grabbed a rebound, drew a charge. I mean, if Villanova can keep up this momentum and just take care of the ball, they should be able to maintain this lead, maybe build up on this lead. Because Villanova is a better team than St. John's. I do believe that objectively. They play the level basketball, take care of the ball, play good defense, box out, you know, at least, you know, be right there with St. John's in the rebound battle. I'm not asking for them to win it. They, can, they should win this game, you know, rather easily. Yeah, the end of that first half was authentic Villanova basketball. That's what was so great about it. Villanova's leading scorer is Eric Dixon. He has nine. A.J. Storr is the leading scorer for the Red Storm. He has eight. Uh, now, if you're a big fan of plus or minus, you like that stat, uh, Mark Armstrong leads uh, the game and leads Villanova with 12. Plus 12. Eric Dixon is also plus nine for Villanova. Big news, though, St. John's leading scorer, Joel Soriano, who has been the leading scorer throughout their entire season, averaging over 15 points. He's minus eight when he's on the floor. Villanova starts with the basketball. Glad you could join us here on this Wednesday evening on holiday break. Here's a move from Caleb Daniels. A little bit too much behind that mid-range. A rebound picked up from St. John's. Here's Alexander who finds David Jones. Jones had seven points in that first half. For the Red Storm, Kerbalo back to Jones. Jones being guarded by Daniels. Good defense from Slater who fights for it. Getting it back. Here's a three from Mathis. No good. A little bit too much off the right side of the rim. Rebound picked up from Archidiacono. Chris now drives for Villanova, meets a couple Red Storm defenders, and Armstrong now gets the ball in the corner. Shot clock at 20, 19 minutes, 14 seconds up to play here in the second half. Just out of halftime, glad you could join us. If you're just joining us, Villanova up by four. 
Here is Slater drives towards the basket and he is fouled. So Slater going to go to the line, I believe, to shoot. Sure, they're going to call it on the floor. They are going to call it on the floor. Okay. So before the shot, Villanova will keep. Villanova shooting 47% from the field, 14 for 30. St. John's 13 for 39. They started off really hot, too. Here's a three ball from Dixon in the corner, and it's good. Eric Dixon right in front of the media booth here gets the three. Villanova now up by seven. Kerbalo with a high pass though to Soriano. It's crowd in. Soriano gets it back to Mathis. Mathis. Now and it's lost by Jones. Good steal there from Armstrong. Picking it up. Here is Archie Diacono. Now back out to Mark Armstrong. Armstrong. Daniels. There's a three ball from Dixon. No good. Just a little bit too much. Dixon was looking to get a second in a row. So now St. John slows down the pace a little bit here. Kerbalo. Was at the top of the key. Here's a bounce pass to Alexander. Underneath to Soriano was a size mismatch as Dixon was trying to get back, and we're going to have a foul coming up here against Villanova. It is on Eric Dixon. It is his first. Yeah, Eric Dixon hit a big corner three there for Villanova, but then he followed up there with kind of a weird shot that I didn't like. Top of the key, really, really deep three. Not a great shot from Eric Dixon, and then foul on the other end. But Eric Dixon tonight has been very, very good. He's 5 for 10 for the field, which on paper doesn't look great. But, I mean, he's taking a beating on the defensive end. Um, number 11, um, Soriano, Joel Soriano for St. John's. Is, you know, playing Eric Dixon very, very well tonight. And Soriano's got six rebounds. Interesting fact, too, David. Cam Whitmore leading rebound here for Villanova with, only, with five rebounds. And he hasn't seen a lot of the court tonight. And Soriano, he was on the Big East honor roll this past week. So Soriano averaging just over 15 points per game for St. John's. Villanova's kept him in check so far. He has six. Here's Archie Diacono in the corner. Thought about a three. Now finds Daniels for a three. No good. Rebound picked up from Soriano, who now gives the ball to Kerbalo. So Villanova still up by five. 38, 33. Here's a wide open three for Alexander. No good. Too much off the back of the rim. Good board there from Daniels. Don't forget to vote at our Twitter poll at WXVU on Twitter. What is the best time to open up Christmas presents? We will uh, answer that. We'll give the results at the end of today's broadcast. Here's Daniels who goes up for two. He gets the layup, and he says, I want a chance for one more at the line. Good job by Caleb Daniels. Now gets Villanova into that 40-point threshold. That's that nice card post that the Villanova, you know, has made so famous. You know, remember guys like, you know, big Archie Dacano doing it, Gillespie did it. Brunson, you know, was the guy who was probably the best at it. Now Caleb Daniels getting a little bit of action there. Nice turnaround hook in the N1. Caleb Daniels heads to the line. Daniels, three for eight tonight. I'd like to see him hitting a couple more threes, but he's been playing very, very well. If you ignore, you know, two or three turnovers, yes. So one more at the line for Caleb Daniels, trying to make it a three-point play for Villanova and extend their lead to eight. No good, was in, and then bounced out. So Daniels does not make it a three-point play. We'll just get the layup. Villanova still up by seven. St. John's, here is Soriano who gets the two-pointer there for St. John's. It's now 40 to 35. We talked about it. It is hard to keep him in check for a long period of time, and he seems to be getting going here early in this second half. This is Villanova's Big East opener. They have won four straight games. Here's a turnover here. Archie Diacono is arguing his case, but the referees are going to say it is St. John's basketball. We have Villanova. They are winners of four straight, including a win over St. Joe's uh, the other day. 
on a little bit of a break, though, before coming in. And this is a late Big East opener, it seems like, for Villanova. As St. John's in their road red uniforms coming from New York. Queens. Soriana to Kerbalo. Or sorry, that is Adewusu, who goes up trying to get the two-pointer, and it's going to go the other way, I believe, for Villanova. As Adewusu was arguing his case too, but the referees are going to say it's going to go the other way. It's a foul. And Jordan Longino, offensive foul against St. John's. Jordan Longino checks in for Villanova. So out there on the floor for your Wildcats, it's Longino, Dixon, uh, Daniels, Armstrong, and Slater is going to inbound here. 17 minutes, exactly 17 minutes left to play here in this one. Longino is going to take the ball up the court for Villanova. Crosses the big V, being guarded heavily by Mathis. Longino makes the move, gets around Mathis, goes towards the basket, and Jordan Longino with a very nice layup to give Villanova their 42nd, 41st, and 42nd points of the evening. Villanova now up by seven. Soriano thinks about it, now just is going to post up here. Good steal, tipped by Daniels. Daniels to Armstrong, off the pass, and Mark Armstrong slam dunks it in here, and the Finn rises to their feet. It's now 44 to 35. What a play. Hey, David, you ever play hot potato? Caleb Davis received it from Armstrong. Give it right back, so Armstrong in a wide-open dunk. That's some nice basketball from Villanova. Great communication and teamwork there from your Wildcats. You'll love to see it. Villanova up by nine. You're listening to WXVU 89.1 The War. We'll be right back. This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891, The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. Did you know Villanova has five fitness centers on campus? The Davis Center, the McGuinn Gym in the Commons, the Farley Gym on West Campus, the Stanford Gym on South Campus, and the Riley Group Exercise Studios in the Commons. In the Riley Group Exercise Studios, students can take part in fitness classes like yoga, spin, and Pilates. Not interested in the gym? Take a stroll through the VU walking trail or stop by one of the many tennis or basketball courts on campus. Villanova also offers sports and fitness organizations, club sports, and teams just for fun. There's something for everyone. This message is brought to you by senior nursing students in the M. Louise Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and WXVU 89.1, The Roar. Are you experiencing anxiety and need a break to relax with a furry friend? Arf, arf. Well, lucky for you, Villanova's Office of Health Promotion has pet therapy almost every Wednesday from 12 to 1 p.m. Enjoy hanging out with our furry friends from the Pals for Life organization in the East Lounge of Doggerty Hall. They have dogs who love belly rubs and hugs and a bunny too. We hope to see you there. This PSA. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891 The World. It's a Wednesday evening, and the Finn is rocking tonight. 16 minutes, a little more than 16 minutes left to play here in this game. Villanova leading St. John's by a score of 44 to 35. St. John's and Villanova, the last four matches have all gone Villanova's way. Hopefully that stays the same. Don't want to get any broadcasters jinx here. Villanova up by nine, though, right now. Dom, what has Villanova been doing right here, especially to start the second half? They've built upon their lead. Yeah, defensively, they've done really, really a nice job. 
And then offensively, they're taking very, they're taking so much better shots. I mean, we had, we just had a Mark Armstrong dunk. We've had a couple of Dixon lay-ins. A lot more layups are being shot. Longino had a nice drive earlier too. Don't know this game plan should be, you know, take those open threes, but let's get to the basket. A team like St. John's, they're not as big as, you know, other teams like Marquette or even UConn this year. They can match up, if Villanova matches up well, they can get to the basket, they can drive to the basket, and take high percentage shots. Yeah, and Villanova, of course, you know, matching up well over these last couple of minutes, but also to battle back from that adversity in the beginning of the game. It looked like for a second it may be a St. John's runaway here, but Villanova got back into the game and find themselves up by nine here in their first Big East game of the season and the first really big test of the season. Well, maybe, maybe Oklahoma State. And Soriano slams it down for two and then waves towards the Nova Nation crowd here. Yeah, maybe, maybe Oklahoma State was probably the other big test for Villanova, which they also did win. Here is Mark Armstrong with some speed up the floor. Armstrong, the freshman, who's been really good in this one so far after struggling early. Armstrong has looked pretty good defensively and offensively. He loses the ball there for a second, but gets it back. Here's Dixon. Dixon at the top of the case. Shot clock at 14. Dixon drives being guarded by Soriano. Dixon makes a move. And one opportunity for Eric Dixon. He'll get the basket. You can count it. One more at the line for Dixon. Villanova now up 46 to 37. I mean, Eric Dixon's post control is, you know, second to none in the Big East, and he gets that huge and one and another, another free throw on the way for Villanova. I mean, that's a nice post play. Well, we're going to stay with you here during this timeout. Now, we've talked about kind of Villanova, uh, the five starters looking across the board. Well, not Whitmore. Uh, Archidiakon was the only starter that is not in right now. But Armstrong with six points. Longino with seven. He's perfect from the field. Brandon Slater, two for five, but is perfect at the free throw line. He has seven and was a big part of that end of the first half comeback. And Eric Dixon is five for ten, and he has 12 points. So Villanova getting well-rounded scoring, and that's what we talked about. We're going to need offensive contributions from everybody. Whitmore, of course, did struggle the other day against St. Joe's, kind of getting a little bit back here tonight after a uh, almost dunk, uh, you could call it a little bit earlier, but it's nice to see that everyone is chipping into the scheme for Villanova, and uh, it's paid off so far as they're up by uh, nine. Yeah, I mean, that's what you expect from Villanova, you know, year in and year out. It's, you know, it's win by, you know, spreading the wealth. And tonight, Eric Dixon's number has been calling. He's stepped up big time. I mean, I believe he's up to 14 points now. Maybe he's a chance for his 15th point after his free throw. He's played very well. Whitmore with only four, and he's not seen a lot of minutes, but that's okay. And then the big one is Mark Armstrong. Mark Armstrong has played excellent in the, you know, the last, let's say, 10 minutes. He's played dating back to that first half as well. He's looked really, really nice. He looks very comfortable out there as well with the ball. You know, he's making smart passes. He's taking care of the ball. I know he dribbled off his foot a little there at the end, but, you know, he's stuck with the ball. He's getting the ball to Eric Dixon, who's been, you know, very, very good tonight in the post. Had that nice layup there. He's been very good tonight in the post. And that's what you got to do. Easy layups is, you know, what the game plan should be. It's what they can do. It's what they should do. And you want to build that momentum heading in uh, throughout the rest of these Big East games, which are all going to be so important. Now, since the... Uh, this current iteration of the uh, the Big East, since this was formed nine seasons ago, Villanova's eight and one in Big East openers, and they have won eight straight openers. An eight-game win streak, or sorry, they an eight-game win streak came to the end last season when they fell at Creighton. So it was eight before that. They did lose their last one in 2021, and hopefully going to try to get back on the winning side of things. But still. Almost 16 minutes left to go, so there's still lots of time left in this game. And St. John's 11-1 on the season, Villanova 6-5, but they are winners of their last four and have looked much better recently defensively and offensively. 
and just waiting here for the end of this media timeout. But Villanova, uh, they are right now up by nine. Now, it was weird, too, because heading into this game, Villanova was favored by five points. So, you know, even though they did not have the record advantage, uh, Villanova was favored by five. And like you said, Dom, they match up pretty well against St. John's. But a great crowd here uh, at the Finn tonight. The student section that has stuck around here. I, I have a feeling that a lot of the student section that is here are locals, like me and you, Dom. So uh, the winter break is staying around the area. Out there on the floor for Villanova, uh, coming out of this media timeout, it's Archie Diacono, uh, Whitmore, Daniels, Longino, and Dixon. Those are the five Wildcats out there. And Eric Dixon is going to try to make this a three-point play after his layup. And Villanova is now up by 10. Dixon makes a free throw. Here is Alexander taking up the court for the Red Storm. Adewusu now directing traffic for the Red Storm. It's Kerbelo at the top of the key to Alexander. Alexander being guarded by Dixon, and it's good. Alexander has his fourth point of the night. Villanova now up by eight. It's Caleb Daniels being heavily guarded by Kerbelo. Daniels at the V, crosses it successfully, gets it to Dixon. Dixon gets around there, looking for Archer Diacono, finds Whitmore. Here's Daniels. Daniels with six points tonight, three for eight from the field. Bounce pass to Dixon. Dixon being guarded by Soriano. This is such a great matchup to watch. And this time, Soriano does win that battle. Almost tripping was Kerbalo on the output pass. Here's Alexander. Makes a few moves. Here's a three from the top of the key. Was in. Bounces out by Adewusu. Rebound picked up by Caleb Daniels. And here comes Villanova the other way. It's Archidiacono with 14 minutes and 44 seconds on the clock. Archidiacono makes a move. Now finds Longino. Longino being guarded by Alexander. Longino tries to push towards the basket. Looking for a fellow Wildcat. Longino does it himself and picks up the layup. Gets around Kerbalo. It's now 10 for Villanova, 49-39. Here's a three from the corner for St. John's. And Archer Diakono does fall after the rebound. The foul is going to be on Ade Wusu. And it's Adewusu's second foul. It is on the floor. So uh, good job for Villanova to take over possession here after that three-point attempt. And St. John's not shooting good at all from the three-pointer. Now St. John's five for 18, Villanova four for 13. So both teams not shooting you know, anything spectacular from beyond the arc, which you know, luckily Villanova has been able to you know, create shots elsewhere because that is Villanova's bread and butter, really. And Longino's having a really, really good game. David, he's, he's had three you know, really sort of simplistic shots right near the rim. And he's made all three of them, which is nice. Villanova, five of, the, of their last six shots on the field have gone in. Archer Diakono, here's Slater. Slater being guarded by Adewusu. Sorry, this is Whitmore. Whitmore, here is Archer Diakono, makes a defender jump. Now finds Whitmore. Whitmore wide open underneath. And Cam Whitmore gets the deuce. Whitmore now up to six points here on the night. Here's Kerbalo, finds Soriano, and Soriano gets the layup. So Soriano starting to heat up. He now has 12 here tonight. The assist from Kerbalo. Longino sets things up for the Villanova offense. Now here's Archidiacono, dribbles. 
Villanova up by 10, 51 to 41. Bounce pass here to Slater. Slater tries to get around Soriano, size mismatch. Here's Daniels at the top of the key. Daniels drives around Adewusu, and Caleb Daniels now has eight points tonight as he gets the layup. Here come the Red Storm, Villanova, now up by 12. It is Kerbalo, good defense from Villanova, two defenders as Longino helps out Daniels and Jordan Longino comes away with the rebound. Here's Caleb Daniels with the burst of speed. Now Daniels slows things down, looks for help. Has Longino, finds him. Also out there for Villanova, it is uh, Archdiacono, Whitmore, Slater, Longino, and Daniels. Longino. We have the shot clock at 10. Here's Daniels down the corner. It's for three near the media booth and didn't quite have enough for Caleb Daniels. Here is Alexander. Now gets stopped. Good defense from Archie Diacono. Stopped the advance from Alexander. Now Alexander gets it back. Trying to push Archie Diacono. Alexander fading away. No good. Maybe Alexander wanted a foul, but it was a tough shot. Rebound for Whitmore. Yeah, Villanova really getting momentum right now, David. Whitmore finds Archidiacono in the corner. Villanova just taking their time. I like it. I like the method. Here's Daniels wide open for three, and you can count it. It's a trace for Caleb Daniels. And timeout called by St. John's. Villanova now up. It's 56 to 41. The Finn is still rocking. It's been all night long. We'll be right back as Duke plays here at the Finn. We'll be right back here on 89.1 WXVU, The Roar. This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU, Villanova. We are V891, The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. If you missed the last morning roar, the crew broadcasted live outside in the elements. If you missed the last morning roar, the crew broadcasted live outside in the elements at Villanova's Oreo on campus. Very special Christmas episode, everybody. So yeah, how are we feeling this morning? Yeah, it's, I think it's harder to actually wake up this early than be outside <laughs> in the cold. I, I actually, I think I've adjusted to it by now, so I feel good. Nick Tamalo from the president's office joined us to talk about all of the events happening to celebrate Christmas at Villanova. Merry Christmas, Villanova. It's just a special time on campus as you guys are, are wrapping up the semester and, you know, focus on finals. We want to bring a little, you know, joy and spirit. We try to represent that in the different Christmas events that, that we do. And we gave away a pair of tickets to the Philadelphia Cat Expo. Congratulations to Mo Stout. Allison is going to be there, and you can meet her. Allison, you got to meet the fans at the cat. I definitely will. <laughs> <laughs> just doxed you. <laughs> the Morning Roar is so grateful to everyone who listens and made our fall semester debut a success. WXVU is honored to have been nominated for five 2022 to 2023 Intercollegiate Broadcast System Media Awards, including Best College Radio Station. Also receiving nominations were Chris Kokinos' interview with Kaylee Brendel as Best News Interview, and through the WXVNU Health Partnership, graduate student Alex Hudson's podcast, Ring the Alarm, as Best Public Affairs Program. Winners will be announced in February at the annual IBS conference in New York City. WXVU thanks you, our loyal listeners, for all of your support that make this kind of recognition possible.
Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. We'll see mostly cloudy skies tonight, a low down to 25. A mix of rain and freezing rain to begin your Thursday, changing to all rain in the afternoon, a high of 49 degrees. And for your Friday after some morning rain, it'll be partly cloudy and quite windy with temperatures falling throughout the day to around... The Big East atmosphere is really living up to the hype here tonight at the Finn. Villanova taking on St. John's and Villanova's Big East opener. Villanova leading by 15. It's 56-41, to 41. Dom. Villanova's leading scorer is Eric Dixon. He has 15, and uh, St. John's Joel Soriano has 12, so... Villanova right now, they're playing well at all ends of the court. Uh, the momentum is on Villanova's side, and you can just feel the energy down. Yeah, and David, it, it's hard to fathom. Villanova was down 10 points at one time in this game. I mean, an excellent end of this first half, and in the second half, they picked up right where they left off with, the, with that momentum, and they've looked really, really good in the second half. So the Red Storm will start with the ball out of the media timeout. It's Alexander at the top of the key for St. John's, who are 11-1 on the season. Here's a long mid-range two, and it's good from Storr. Storr now has 10 points tonight, including two three-pointers, and now that long two, so he, uh, he can shoot very well. Can Storr? Villanova now up, still by 13. Archer Diacono finds Housen, who checks back in for Coach Neptune's Wildcats. Housen crosses the V, also out there along with Brendan. It is uh, Armstrong, fellow freshman, uh, Dixon, Daniels, and Archer Diacono. Housen now drives, makes a move towards the basket. A little bit of a size disadvantage there against Stanley. Here's Daniels. Daniels now dribbles. Once again, Daniels has it all his way, and he is fouled as Daniels looked like he was trying to dunk it there. And the foul should be on the shot here, and it will be. So Daniels is going to go to the line to shoot two. Caleb Daniels, I mean, really has infused this building with his energy here tonight. After starting, not so hot, but he's looked very well recently for the Wildcats. Game clock is at 11-11, left to play here in this second half. Daniels is going to shoot two, though, first. Caleb's first from the charity stripe is good. And Slater is going to check in for Villanova, so Housen is going to sub out here. One more at the line for Caleb Daniels to try to get that Villanova lead back up to 15. David Chpansky with you here alongside Dominic Rochetti. Glad you could join us on this Wednesday evening. You're listening to WXVU 89.1 The Roar. Both free throws are good for Daniels. It's now 58 to 43. Here's a long three from Jones, and he missed the net. Jones now going to get the layup there as the board was picked up from Alexander. So St. John's going to able or going to come away with some points, though. They're able to come away with the two. Villanova had a little bit of trouble inbounding there, but Slater was able to successfully get it off to Caleb Daniels. Villanova's in no rush of time here. They lead by 13. Just over 10 minutes to play. Daniels trying to get around Stanley. Daniels, good defense from St. John's. Here's Dixon from the top of the key. No good, just bounces and missed. Dixon was looking to get 18 tonight, right now at 15 for Villanova. Adewusu slows things down, finds Jones, who is seven, but is three for nine after hot shooting in this one in the very beginning. Here's Adewusu once again, tried to get the pass to Alexander, but it was tipped out of bounds, and Villanova basketball. Yeah, 
and I think it really is the defense of Illinois has been playing. The defense, defensive intensity, and in, uh, you know they're put, they're playing defense very very carefully, they're making good switches, making sure the matchups are correct when they get down the floor. It's leading to offensive you know success because they're getting out on the break, they're playing fast. It, it, I mean the the defense is really complementing the offense right now. Absolutely, Dom. Couldn't have said it better myself. Armstrong dribbling as we are now about to be officially halfway through this second half. Armstrong, good move there. Is able to get around store. Now Armstrong stops at the basket. Ten seconds up on the shot clock. Makes the move to his right, and Mark Armstrong gets the two. Armstrong now has eight points. Here comes Store, who drives for the storm. Finds Stanley. Good defense here from Villanova. Dixon stands strong, but there's going to be a foul called against Dixon. Looked like he went straight up, but apparently there was some contact there. But the foul is on the floor. Nine minutes, 45 seconds left to play. I love these 6.30 start times. I said in the beginning, I, I really do. It is, uh, it is very nice, I will say. Store with 10 here tonight. Dribbles for the Red Storm. Going to work here against Whitmore, who checks back in. It was tipped. Good job. And steal from Daniels, who tips it right to Whitmore. Here comes Cam. Cam, super Cam, drives and just missed. Would have been an amazing play. The layup, and apparently Whitmore did step out of bounds. Whitmore was so close to making the fin shake once again. Good effort, though, from Cam. Out there for Villanova, it's Armstrong, Whitmore, Longino, Daniels and Dixon. Villanova still up by 15, 45 to 60. Villanova scoring has looked much better recently. Wildcats now shooting 52%, Dom. You'd like to see their three-point percentage come up a little bit, though. Just five for 16 tonight, but it's helped them that St. John's has not shot any better. They're five for 18 tonight. Villanova and St. John's about even in rebounds. St. John's though leading by two, 28 to 26. Here's a long two from Stores. Looked really good shooting from far out tonight, but it's off. Rebound picked up from Daniels. Caleb Daniels is gonna set up the Villanova offense. Daniels almost loses it, gets it to Longino. Shot clock at 13. Longino at the top of the key, being guarded by Stanley. Dribbles a few times, makes a move around the right of Stanley. Stanley stands strong. Five seconds left on the shot clock, and Jordan Longino. It didn't look great, but Longino comes away with the basket. Villanova, good start here in this Big East opener for your Wildcats, 62 to 45. Good move for Jones, finds a wide open Red Storm player in the corner, no good, it's short. That shot was taken from Stanley, who is still scoreless here tonight. And we're gonna have a check-in here for Villanova as the Wildcats will call a timeout. Housen gonna check in for your Wildcats. There's a weird stoppage of play there, though, for Villanova. Housen does check in. St. John does not scored in the last two minutes and 36 seconds. Housen inbounds to Armstrong. So the two fellow freshmen going to work here with more than eight minutes left to play here in this second half. Villanova up by 17. It's Cam Whitmore and he's blocked. Good block there from Mathis. And he springs Kerbalo who gets the layup. So good job there from St. John's to play with some energy there. They're back within 15. And then Housen, full court press defense here from St. John's. Villanova has to get past the V. 
They will do so. It is Mark Armstrong. Slows things down, being guarded by two Red Storm defenders. He better watch out. Jones was coming from behind him. Shot clock at 15. Slater now drives. Probably going to look for an outlet here a little bit as he's well beyond the key. Finds Armstrong. Shot clock now at 8. Armstrong with a long 2, and it's no good. Too short. Rebound picked up from Storm. The crowd wanted to walk. It is a pass underneath. Kerbalo finds... Soriano and it will go out of play. It will stay though with St. John's and we're going to have a timeout called here. So we're going to go to a media timeout. Villanova leading 62 to 47. We'll be right back here on WXVU 89.1 The Roar. This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891 The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. This Martin Luther King Day, Villanova is celebrating its 16th annual day. This Martin Luther King Day, Villanova is celebrating its 16th annual day of service. The MLK Day of Service's off-campus component began when several black students were inspired to give back to their respective communities in Philadelphia. Over 15 years, it has grown into a service initiative that partners with multiple locations in the greater Philadelphia area. Recently, up to 32 community locations have been served. Beautifying a community hall or church, serving food, or participating in a community activity to commemorate Dr. Martin Luther King's legacy are just a few examples of activities that have taken place at off-campus locations. Working with groups that have similar missions allows volunteers the opportunity to participate in meaningful service while strengthening relationships. For volunteer or group registration for the MLK Day of Service, please email interculturalaffairs at villanova.edu. Now, back to live coverage of Villanova Wildcats basketball. Live from the Finn, only on Villanova's V891, The Roar. Welcome back here to the Finneran Pavilion here in Villanova, Pennsylvania. A cold and chilly Villanova, Pennsylvania. Well, your Wildcats are leading 62-47 to over St. John's. It is Villanova's Big East opener here tonight. St. John's has already played one Big East game against DePaul. They did win that game, uh, did St. John's. That was back on December 7th. They won 86 to 67 against the Paul Villanova up 62 to 47. Eric Dixon is the Wildcats leading score by 15. But Dom, you did notice something about Caleb Daniels uh, at the end right before that media timeout. Yeah, it looked like Daniels hobbled off for a second and then went back to the locker room, but he was only back to for I mean, 20, 35 seconds. Looked like he just twisted his ankle. He's back in the huddle. I am eager to see if we will see him back in this game tonight. I mean, Villanova is up 15. It looks like they do have control of this game. So maybe let him rest for the rest of this one. We'll see how Ka uh, Coach Colin Neptune plays this one. Daniels looks good. Um, good to go. So hopefully we'll see him again and again. 13 points for the night for Caleb Daniels. So he's looked very, very good. And I'm actually watching him. He is going back to the locker room right now. He did come out to say what's up to his boys in the other So Caleb Daniels is in the locker room right now. We'll see what that means. Hopefully nothing too serious. Because you do know, they'll know without really their other fifth-year guy, Justin Moore. Somebody to keep an eye on as we head throughout the rest of this one and in the season, of course. Again, if you like plus or minuses, uh, Mark Armstrong now is plus 17. Now in this game for Villanova, Chris Archidiakono plus 11. Uh, all Villanova's players, except for Brendan Housen, are plus, but Housen hasn't played many minutes, only five. So Villanova really looking strong here tonight, both offensively and defensively. St. John's going to start with the ball offensively. 
it is Kerbalo. Here is a three ball in the corner for St. John's. And missed. Shot there was taken by Storr. Villanova with the rebound. So, again, somebody keep an eye on. No Daniels here right now. It's Archie Diacono, Longino, Whitmore, Slater, and Dixon. It's Super Cam. Whitmore just missed. And the rebound as Dixon tried to help him out. Rebound picked up by Soriano. Here comes Mathis the other way, makes a move around Archdiacono, fighting for the rebound, and we're probably going to get a jump ball here. We will. Slater fought for it for Villanova, and it looked like Soriano and Jones were fighting for it for the Red Storm. It will be St. John's basketball, though. Just under seven minutes left to play here in this game. Villanova up 62-47 to on this cold Winter Wednesday night outside, but it's hot in here, Dom. Well, not really temperature-wise, but the action is hot in here. It is, it is pretty cold in here, to be honest. David Chmansky with you here alongside Dominic Vachetti. You're listening to WXVU 89.1, The Roar. Here below. At the top of the key, pass was almost intercepted by Slater. He did tip it, but it goes out of bounds. Pass was intended for Storr, but will stay with the Red Storm. Shot clock is at 11. Villanova still has all three timeouts left. St. John's only has one timeout left. Store drives towards the basket looking for the layup and gets it. Good job for Store to work around Whitmore. Store number two, Whitmore double twos. And Store does get the layup. He now has 12 tonight. Leading scorer is A.J. Store off the bench for St. John's. Here's Sam Whitmore gets around Store. Whitmore just misses. The layup, Whitmore again just driving to the basket, and that's when he is at his best. Will be a foul, though, on the Red Storm. So Whitmore going to go to the line to shoot two, and looked like uh, the, the defender there for St. John's did want a foul. That was Store. What did you see there on that play, Don? Yeah, it looked like Whitmore did hit a defender in the face, um, maybe a flying elbow a little bit, but nothing, you know, intentional. That's not usually going to be called, you know, when it's accidental contact from both sides. But I may have to eat my words here. It looks like they're going to review, because Whitmore did hit a defender in the face. They're going to go to the table and see you know, if it's anything more than just an accident. I didn't think it was. Um, obviously, I don't think we'll ever do that on purpose, but I'm, I'm eager to see what they think, but I, I didn't think it was anything, you know, malicious there. Yeah, I mean, I think there may have been a little bit of contact there, but like you said, Dom, I think it was just part of the play. It was happening. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it did look like that Stewart really did try to sell that uh, more than anything. Uh, but do we have results on our poll, Dom, from our WXVU Twitter question of the broadcast? Yeah, we do, and I'm not happy about them. Right now, 7 a.m. Christmas Day is winning. It's got around two-thirds of the votes. If you wake up earlier than, like, 10 a.m. to open Christmas presents, it's, I think you have a problem. Um, earliest I'm waking up on Christmas is maybe 9.30, 10 a.m. 7 a.m., people, that's a, little, that's a little crazy. Daniels is back, too, David. Well, I am with the 66%. I am in early morning. I don't know about 7 a.m., but I am in early morning. Whitmore at the line to shoot two. First one is good. So they obviously reviewed that play and nothing really came of it. It was a very quick review. And as you said, Don, uh, Caleb Daniels, is he back on the bench? He is back on the bench. Okay, I, yes, I do see him now. Whitmore, second one at the line is good. So Whitmore, two for two at the line. Uh, that trip, 64 to 49 now for Villanova. Other for the Wildcats, it's Archie Diacono, Whitmore, Longino, Slater, and Dixon. Good bounce pass here. And what a play. It's a dunk from Soriano, who's averaging over 15 points a game. He's now at 14. Good dunk there. Maybe a little questionable kind of after reaction there when you're down by 13, but nonetheless, really good dunk there from Soriano, who's really beginning to find his stride in this game. Slater being guarded by Storr. Slater now makes a good move, has two Red Storm defenders on him. Slater gets the bounce. Brandon Slater. 
Gets the perfect lucky bounce, and Villanova, as we're now just uh, a little bit less than six minutes to play, back up by 15. And we're going to have a foul coming up here. It is against on Chris Archidiakon. A lot of the crowd here thought that there was a walk there, but didn't look like it. And Caleb Daniels is going to check back in, and here comes Mark Armstrong as well, who has probably been Villanova's maybe not best player offensively, but best player overall tonight as Whitmore and Longino check out of this one. St. John's has committed seven fouls. Here's a two from the corner, and it's good. Nothing but net for, I thought that was Storr, but maybe the register didn't check in. No, it was Curbelo from the corner. Curbelo now has six. Here's a wild pass. It was pulled in from, or by Daniels. Daniels now finds Archidiakono, slows things down. Villanova in no hurry here once again. They lead by, 13, good pass here to Eric Dixon, who gets the layup and will have a chance at the end one. Yeah, you know what I love, David? Joel Soriano has been, you know, dunking the ball a lot tonight and talking you know, a lot to the student section to Eric Dixon. And Eric Dixon doesn't say a word. He gets his buckets. He gets the second, maybe even third and one of the night on Joel Soriano. So Dixon definitely has the upper hand tonight. I and mean, he scored 17, and now maybe even 18 points on Joel Soriano. Yeah, definitely. And it's been a very fun matchup to watch. Both of these guys, uh, of course, Soriano on the Big East honor roll. Uh, you know, Dixon, a fantastic player. Uh, so it's great to see two great players at the top of their game going at it here tonight at the Finn. And the Big East opener for Villanova. Here is a two from Mathis, which didn't even hit the rim. We're going to have a questionable call coming up here. It is going to stay with St. John's, but nobody on Villanova, especially Brandon Slater, likes that call. Five minutes, 12 seconds left to play here from the Finn. Inbounding here to Jones. He shoots a three. His momentum was going towards uh, the, the courtside <laughs> seats rather than the net, so no good. Rebound picked up by Villanova. Armstrong with plenty of speed. Pass out to a wide open Daniels, and who just misses a little too much there from Caleb Daniels. Hits off the back of the rim. So the Red Storm, here is Jones once again. Another three-point opportunity in the corner, and Dixon comes away with it, fighting again with Soriano. Dom, very good matchup, but Dixon winning a lot of those battles, and that's what you like to see from the Wildcats, and especially Eric Dixon. Armstrong, Dixon, Daniel Slater, and Archidiakono out there for your Wildcats. It's Armstrong being guarded by Mathis. Armstrong tonight with eight points, three for six from the field. Here's a fadeaway jumper, and it just missed. Slater did try to tip it to Archidiakono, but the Red Storm come away with it. Here's a wild pass from Jones, which was intended, I believe, for Curbelo, but it was tipped out of bounds, and it will stay, though, with St. John's, but what an effort by Villanova there. And that's what you're going to get out of Villanova basketball. A lot of effort. I remember the other day, Art, you know, leaped over, like, the uh, media table down the, down the uh, court, and they had a video of Ryan Archidiakono doing the same thing, which you love to see, that Archidiakono name. And Brandon Slater brings that same energy. He's always on the ground, you know, diving into the first row here. I mean, you'd love to see that. Yeah, that was at the, uh, the Prudential Center in Newark. I did see that, uh, that clip. And, yeah, I mean, you've got to love the effort from this Villanova team, especially here in this one. Right out of the inbound is a shot from Soriano. No good. Rebound picked up by Whitmore, and Whitmore finds Daniels. And Villanova now, I mean, this is their game. You know what I mean? This is their game. Play your pace, play your tempo, and take your shots. Daniels, with a good move, did lose the ball, though, as Adewusu did tip it, and Daniels needs some help from the Wildcats. Longino was the only Wildcat near him. Dixon falls down at half court, 
almost intercepted from Whitmore, but that play was slow to develop. And that left, I believe, Kerbalo wide open. He will get the layup, and he's going to go to the line to have an N1 opportunity. Villanova up by 14 at 69 to 55. We'll have immediate timeout here. You're listening to WXVU 89.1 The Roar. Dave and Dom will be right back. This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891 The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app. Along with WXVU's acquisition of the 89.1 FM frequency full-time in the main line, Villanova's Falvey Library's distinctive collections is excited to announce their latest digital exhibit, The New Collegiate Sound. Explore the history of radio on Villanova's campus from the early days as a radio club in the 1920s to today as an FCC-licensed campus radio station. This exhibit includes great photographs, newspaper clippings, programs, yearbooks, 3D model by Erica Hayes, digital scholarship librarian, and scrapbooks from WXVU. We thank Beaudry Allen for her incredible efforts to make this exhibit a reality. Check out the exhibit through the link on our website at wxvu.org. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. We'll see mostly cloudy skies tonight, a low down to 25. A mix of rain and freezing rain to begin your Thursday, changing to all rain in the afternoon, a high of 49 degrees. And for your Friday after some morning rain, it'll be partly cloudy and quite windy, with temperatures falling throughout the day to around 20. Registration is now open for the 8th Annual VU Women in Tech Conference happening Saturday, January 28th at the Inn at Villanova. Women are leading and innovating with technology across Villanova's campus and alumni base, and VU Women in Tech offers the opportunity to learn about the infinite possibilities of data and technology while networking with leaders in the field. Attend virtually or in person at the Inn at Villanova. For the full lineup of speakers and to register, visit VUWomenInTech.org. We're in the home stretch from Villanova, PA, home of your Villanova Wildcats. As Villanova does lead 69-55 to 55 against St. John's University. David Chbansky with you here alongside Dominic Rochetti. What a night it's been. Villanova has pretty much led all the way since, what, the last three minutes in the first half. So they have really controlled the tempo for the most part in this game. It wasn't a great start at all. But Villanova battled the adversity. This building stayed in it. And uh, the momentum has really uh, been on Villanova's side throughout the rest of this one. This is a really, really reassuring win for Villanova. I mean, St. John's is 11-1 right now. Their only loss was to an Iowa State team. Villanova also lost to, they lost to the Iowa State team by 11. Villanova took them to overtime, so that tells you, you know, all about, you need to know about this matchup. And Villanova's controlled, you know, this, this whole second half of the game. It's been a very, very, you know, coastful second half. They maintain their lead. The lead's up to 14 now. And, you know, Villanova really is, you know, in control of the game. They should be in control for the rest of the game. And they give you confidence that they're going to, you know, be able to compete in Big East play. This is an 11 win team, David. This is not a bad team by any margin. That's right, you have to look for the future. Gotta, I mean, you have to, of course, win this game, but also have to look ahead and prepare for the future. Here's Eric Dixon, three minutes, 37 seconds left to play here in this one. Out there for the Wildcats, it's Longino, Daniels, Armstrong, Slater, and Dixon. 
Dixon being guarded by Soriano. What a match it's been to watch tonight. Dixon just missed that time. Rims out. Rebound picked up by the Red Storm. Here's Kerbalo going the other way. Good, kind of around the back. Pass to himself. Dribble around Armstrong, but the shot is no good from Kerbalo. Rebound picked up by Mark Armstrong. So the freshman takes it up past half court, past the big Villanova V. Three minutes left to play here from the Finn. All Villanova right now. They're up by 14. Here's Eric Dixon. It's for three. Dixon falls to the ground. I think that Dixon wanted the foul. The three-point attempt is no good. Soriano rushes back the other way. It's Adewusu who finds Alexander for a two from the corner, and that did not hit the rim at all. And Armstrong gets the rebound. And St. John's just being forced to take shots, and that's because Villanova's defenses look good, but it's also because their offense has kept up and have added on. Good move from Mark Armstrong, who was blocked. Good block from Adewusu. And the whole crowd here at the Finn wanted a foul. Jones going the other way. Rebound fought for by Dixon. And Villanova will have the ball. It's going to be a charge coming up here against the visiting St. John. Red Storm. And, yeah, the whole crowd here at the Finn wanted a foul. I mean, there are fans very adamant about that. And it did look like there was a lot of contact there. Now, some ball was definitely got, but it looked like there was a lot of arm, too. Cam Whitmore checks back in for Villanova. What you see on that play, Dom? Yeah, I mean, going back to Mark Armstrong block, there was a lot, you know, some ball, some hand. I mean, it's a call that, you know, you're going to want to make for the defense. You don't want to give any credit for a missed dunk, usually. Um, and then the other way, Brant Slayer, that's going to be, his, you know, I think that's his third charge drawn tonight. I mean, that, I mean, he has been having an excellent, excellent game. Um, offensively, Brand Slater only nine points, but defensively he's been an enforcer. And that's what he does. He plays excellent defense, usually guarding the best guy on St. John's, and draws, you know, three charges. After that charge, Villanova in the bonus. So it's one and one at the line for Slater. He makes his first. So Slater now has ten points tonight. Perfect at the free throw line. We'll see if that can remain. Hopefully no jinx here. Okay, I didn't jinx it. Slater was good. Saves perfect at the charity stripe. Two minutes, 26 seconds left to play here in this one. Villanova now has crossed that 70-point threshold, which has kind of been tough this season for them, to be honest, so far. And Soriano will get the basket here. So Joel Soriano gets the two to go, and he'll also get the basket, or also get the chance at an M1, I'm sorry. Villanova, though, just two of their last ten. So maybe some of that has just gotten into the end of the game. You know what I mean? Kind of slowing it down. Maybe not taking a look at the best shots here. But luckily, St. John's has not really gotten too much offensive uh, scoring recently. As Soriano, though, does make it a three-point play. So that will get St. John's up to 58 points. 71-58. Villanova still up by 13. And Slater has to inbound it here. Run a foul coming up here against St. John's. It looks like it's on Adewusu. And I believe that that will be, let's see what foul, what number of foul that's going to be on Adewusu. Maybe it wasn't a foul, but maybe it was just a delay of game. Not quite sure what that was, but here we go. Now we're going to have a foul. And the foul is going to be against Villanova. That was a, or no, it is, okay, so it is against St. John's. Okay. That's a second Gotcha. It is on store. Thank you, Dom. So it is his second foul of the game. And Villanova, of course, they're in the bonus. In the double bonus. So it's going to be two shots for Jordan Longino. And Villanova will take it. I mean, now being a 10 fouls for St. John's, Villanova will gladly accept that. Two minutes, 20 seconds left to play here in this one. First one of the line for Jordan is good. Villanova now up by 14. Going to try to make it 15. 
So long, Gino gets his second, and number 15 now makes it a 15-point lead for your Wildcats. Here's Alexander for the Red Storm. Adewusu drives towards the basket, pushes Daniels, but Adewusu will get the basket. Apparently too much contact there from Daniels, so Adewusu gonna have a chance to make it a three-point play. Villanova still 0 with their last five. Two of their last 10, and they haven't made a field goal in the last three minutes. What do you make of that, Doug? Yeah, but they are getting the line. So, again, they might not have made a field goal in a little bit, but they are getting the line. You know, they've made, you know, five last three throws, so they are getting points, just not, in, you know, in terms of field goals. The free throw was no good, so Villanova still up by 13. We're at the two-minute warning here from the Finn. It's Slater. A lot of contact there, but Slater is blocked. The crowd, again, wanted a foul against Soriano. Going the other way. Here is Kerbalo, too much, rebound by Soriano. Soriano almost stepped out of bounds. And it's a foul, I believe. Or No, it's just gonna stay St. John's basketball. So St. John's gonna inbound here near the student section. And there's been a lot of calls recently with you know who has stepped out of bounds and all that. But looks like we're gonna have a Okay, so they're going, to, they're going to challenge the out-of-bounds call. We'll stay with you uh, here on the WXVU broadcast. You're listening to WXVU 89.1 The Roar. David Spansky with you here alongside Dominic Rochetti. So this play is going to be under review here. Uh, tonight, Villanova by 13, 73 to 60. Some of the fans beginning to disperse a little bit here. Villanova does seem to have a hand on this one, but it was a great crowd here tonight, Dom, ahead of the holiday break. Let's look at the road ahead for Villanova. Winners of four straight. If they hold on here in this one, they will be winners of five straight. St. John's will keep, by the way. Uh, but the next game for Villanova, of course, this was the Big East opener, uh, will be at UConn, and that is on December 28th at 6.30 p.m., and that is going to be a big battle for this Villanova team. UConn, last I checked, ranked number two in the country. So Villanova going to have a big battle, Dom, against UConn. That game will be at UConn, but I'm looking forward to UConn coming here. Uh, will be a great broadcast as well. We have another foul coming up here against Villanova. So I guess maybe the refs are seeing 10 fouls against St. John's and say Villanova needs to get up a little bit more in terms of those foul numbers. Not quite sure what that foul was on, but apparently contact was made. So it's going to be, I believe, two at the line. Or no, it's going to be one and one at the line for Storr, who already has 12 points. But yeah, big game against UConn. Our next broadcast here on WXVU uh, will be on New Year's Eve, which is the best holiday, Dom. Uh, against Marquette at 2 p.m. So a New Year's Eve matinee from the Finn against Marquette. So there's about a week in between games, this game and the UConn, and then just three days, Villanova comes right back into action. And the refs are still talking this game over. So uh, apparently they are not aware that uh, there is Schuylkill Expressway traffic probably tonight, Tom. A lot of fouls here recently, and now looks like they've gotten it straightened out. I believe still one and one here at the line for Alexander. Usually Dom just walks over to your dorm, but you're gonna be driving home back tonight, right? Yeah, so both of us are gonna be uh, commuting back. A lane violation here against St. John's. Don't see that too often. It's gonna be Villanova basketball. Still 98 seconds up to play in this one. Seems like we haven't gotten that clock down at all recently. Either for Villanova, it's Longino, Archidiacono, Daniels, Dixon, and I believe Slater. Yes, it is Slater who will inbound here. Either for the Storm, it's Alexander, Storr, Kerbalo, Adewusu, and Soriano. 
and they're still going to decide what's happening here and now they're going to call for Daniels to inbound. Okay, so Villanova will call timeout, and Dom, that was good to catch that. They were saying that Villanova couldn't sub, so Villanova has to call the timeout. Coach Neptune does. Still 98 seconds left to play Villanova by 13. David Transky with you here alongside Dominic Roschetti. You're listening to WXVU 89.1 The Roar. We'll be right back. This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home. This Martin Luther King Day, Villanova is celebrating its 16th annual day of service. The MLK Day of Services off-campus component began when several black students were inspired to give back to their respective communities in Philadelphia. Over 15 years, it has grown into a service initiative that partners with multiple locations in the greater Philadelphia area. Recently, up to 32 community locations have been served. Beautifying a community hall or church, serving food, or participating in a community activity to commemorate Dr. Martin Luther King's legacy are just a few examples of activities that have taken place at off-campus locations. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. Welcome back here to The Fin on this Wednesday evening. We are getting close to the finish of this one. Villanova leading St. John's in their Big East opener at 73-60. And what a game it's been for Villanova after struggling to start the first half and turnover here, a sloppy turnover. Here is number 10. Rebound is picked up by St. John's, but Villanova will come away with it somehow. It was tipped away from Curbelo. It's Whitmore who has it. Villanova just going to try to control things here. Plenty of time. Uh, for Villanova to waste here. Slater went up for the dunk and he was fouled from behind. So it's going to be Slater who goes to the line to shoot two. Still a minute and 16 seconds up to play here in this one. It's the fourth foul against, I believe, Adewusu. So two for Brandon Slater. Going to try to make it a 15-point Villanova lead. First one at the line for Slater is good. Slater will get one more at the line, trying to go six for six tonight at the charity stripe for your Wildcats. Still no field goals, though, for Villanova in the last four minutes, but as you said, Dime, they're getting to the line, so still scoring points. And Slater, as he always does, knocks down the free throws. Villanova lead now 15, 75 to 60 over St. John's. Here's Alexander, or sorry, that is Kerbalo. Here's a corner three, and it's good. It's Storr. And now St. John's going to call a timeout. Villanova still up by 12. And we'll stay with you here as the thin crowd that is left uh, begins to boo here at that timeout. The 65 seconds up to play here in this one. St. John's going to get a play call here. So will Villanova. So again, our next broadcast, as we said, will be on the 31st of December against Marquette. That should be a good game. Uh, Marquette looking decent this year uh, in the Big East. Uh, pretty good. So it should be a competitive game. Kyle Neptune, 6-5 and five, as head coach of the Wildcats, going to try to get his seventh win here tonight. And as things should hold here, Villanova should get his seventh win uh, of his head coaching career for the Wildcats, and Villanova should get their seventh team win here of the season. Yeah, and more importantly, David, this will be their fifth straight win. And, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out, you know, Cam Whitmore's played five games, Villanova's won five games, and, you know, tonight wasn't his best night. His game against St. Joe's wasn't his best night either. But what he brings is, is it's his defensive presence, his rebounding presence. He's got 10 rebounds tonight, David. 
And plus the fact, he is such a threat as a scorer that he commands so much attention that Daniels and Dixon and the other, you know, two best scorers on this Villanova team, there's a little bit of a load off of them. There's less attention on them. One can't win more out there on the court. And then tonight, David, you got to bring up one guy. you got to bring up Jordan Longino. Perfect from the field tonight. He's 5 for 5. He's got 13 points, and he's had a heck of a game. Defensively, he's playing a lot of minutes. A game, I mean, Jordan Longino is starting to start the season. Hopefully this is a breakout game for him. He really desperately needed to have a really, really big game. And this is a great show tonight from Jordan Longino. Yeah, as you said, Don Longino looking great. He has 13 points tonight as Dixon gets the ball. 13 points, perfect from the field, perfect from the three, perfect from the three-throw line, and has two steals tonight. We've now crossed the under 60-second threshold here, Villanova basketball, up by 12. Archidiacono almost was stolen there by Kerbalo, but Archidiacono finds Dixon back to Chris. Shot clock at 10, and the Finn now begins to clap as they know that this game is over. Archer Diacono, shot clock at four. Slater has to get a shot off. He will, and it's good! Brandon Slater with the shot clock expiring gets the three-pointer and an exclamation point, as you would say, the cherry on top of the vanilla sundae or chocolate sundae, whatever ice cream you like for Villanova. Here's a three from the corner for He's probably the best basketball we've seen from them all year long. I mean, it, it, it felt like, it, I don't think there was a second of, you know, St. John's is coming back. St. John's might go on a run here. There was not a single second of that. And that all started with the, the you know, the, the run that went off, went on at the end of the first half, 17 to two. It went into halftime, you know, up by a couple points. And they just carried it through, never a down this second half. And they got to do that to the coaching, David. That is Kyle Neptune's probably best coaching performance. A 15-point win over an 11-1 St. John's team. It's a very, very impressive win, David. And one that I think Villanova is going to hold with them. Now they're going to go up to Connecticut, play a very, very good UConn team, and a team I think they can beat. UConn's number two right now, yet to lose the game. Villanova thinks going to be the ones to beat them, though. Well, you go back to how good Providence was at home. Villanova winning that game, I believe, 27-1. Providence is at home. Villanova stunned their crowd. And hopefully, Don, next time we're sitting in these seats, we can talk about a Villanova huge win against number two ranked UConn. So it was great, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Two things I just wanted to say really quick. First of all, Dom and I are both local kids here. I did just want to give a congratulations to Jim Gardner, who retires from 6ABC, his last broadcast, a legend here in the Philadelphia and Delaware Valley. So congratulations to him. Uh, and also, happy holidays, everybody, here from uh, the WXVU crew. Uh, we wish you health, success, and everything also in the new year in 2023. We will see you before the new year. Uh, tune in, everybody, to the New Year's Eve broadcast, 2 p.m. against Marquette. Dom and I will have the call right here at the Finneran Pavilion. All right, everybody, have a great night. Villanova wins this one, 78-63. Now we're going to head things over to Steve with the postgame show, David Chapansky and Dominic Roschetti. Good night, everybody, and as always, go Cats. And welcome back, everybody. Good evening and early happy holidays to everyone as you're listening to Villanova Basketball on V891, The Roar. I'm your host, Stephen Kane, and this is WVXVU's Villanova Basketball postgame show. And it's going to be a fifth straight Cats win, 78-63 to for Villanova. They start off their Big East campaign with a win against the St. John's Red Storm. They take down the Johnnies. Just a great performance from Villanova. I think Dom really hit it, uh, really hit the nail on the head. That just uh, the entire second half, and really those last five minutes of the first half, you'd even throw in. 
probably some of the best basketball we've seen from Villanova all year. And you could even make a case that this this win goes in terms of importance is up there with the Oklahoma win. Very, very important because you're talking about a team that is ranked better than you, according to Ken Palm, as Villanova's ranked 56th, St. John's ranked 49th, Villanova completely dismantled them. It's a huge statement. It's a huge statement. They sense that this was an important game. It's We're now in the Big East part of the schedule. No more messing around. And Villanova really just got to business. They ended up taking the W. And 78-63. And really on the backs of Eric Dixon, first of all. What a performance from Eric Dixon. And this is really just purely an observational note right off the bat. Really just the entire Villanova team, uh, the post game, really from a lot of these guys. Not just Eric Dixon. We know that he's one of the best post maneuverers in the entire Big East. But also guys like Slater, Mark Armstrong, Chris Archidiakono, Caleb Daniels, even Kim Whitmore, Jordan Longino, pretty much everybody, they all have these really good post moves, whether it be a little spin move, fake out, fade away, uh, uh, driving inside. They are really, really good at those moves as a whole. They've And I think there's been a lot of noticeable improvement there. They've been... They've added a little more bag of tricks into that post game, so just wanted to give a shout out to that. But besides that, Dixon with 18 points, six rebounds, two assists, a steal, and a block. Just another awesome performance from Dixon, and that was a big concern heading into this year. Who would really be the the leader who after the Colin Gillespie and Jermaine Samuels departures? Who would be that guy to step up? There really isn't, I would say, a clear definitive like number one or leader, but. You could make the case it it is Eric Dixon because he really hasn't had a bad game yet, knock on wood. Hopefully no announcers jinx there, but a great performance. And also Brandon Slater, another one of these guys. Really, we just have a bunch of co-leaders, co-veterans, another veteran of this Villanova team. 16 points, four boards. He's just been great. All of them clutch defensive rebounds. Had that 7-0 run we mentioned in the late part of the first half that really spurred on this huge run. As Villanova overall... Had a 13-row run at the end of the first half, 22-4 to run throughout the last eight minutes, and then a 40-16 to run collectively, if you consider the first half and part of the second half. So Villanova really just flipped the switch in uh, at around the three and uh, around the five minute mark of that first half it's really it was really just all wildcats from there. Caleb Daniels, 13 points, seven boards, three assists, two steals. I think the two steals part is very important. We we knew that Caleb Daniels is the assist man. He's the setup guy. Was second in assists today behind Chris Archdiakono at two points, five boards, and or excuse me, five assists and three rebounds. But with Daniels, the steals were great. The steals were really good. He was ferocious. He was he he was really he was really getting his body low. He was really stealing the ball from guys a lot bigger than him, and that's what you got to do as a defender. He was being put on some mismatches, especially with Soriano and some of these bigger guys. He wasn't phased. He would pickpocket them, steal the ball, and those were huge. And that got Villanova out in transition when they wanted to, or they could slow it down. Another thing too. Jordan Longino, 13 points. Great game from Longino. One of his best games of the year. As He's had some other nice performances, but this one definitely has to be up there. 13 points, two boards, and assisted also two steals from Longino, who really 
just played great defensively the entire game. Daniels, he came alive a little bit more in the second half along Gino. Even was playing great defense, even when it seemed to be all St. John's in the first 12, 13, 14, 15-ish minutes or so of this game in its totality. And Cam Whitmore, eight points, but this is what good players do. Not everyone can score a bunch of points every single game. These guys are human. He he still finds a way to contribute, has 10 rebounds, three of them being offensive, which is huge because Villanova lacks in the offensive rebounding department. That was the one thing that we talked about that was a key. Really, I kind of just said that they just needed to stay close in the rebounding battle, the overall rebounding battle, and they did. 42-38. to St. John's did out-rebound them, but Villanova just kept it close. They out-rebounded them defensively, but Jordan, uh, excuse me, uh, Cam Whitmore had three offensive rebounds, seven defensive rebounds, and was getting a ton of rebounds to keep the Villanova momentum, to keep, uh, to keep it rolling, to keep it going, which was absolutely huge for them as a whole. And Mark Armstrong with eight points, five boards, an assist, and a steal. Giving everyone a shout-out tonight. He played great. He even had a dunk at one point in the early part of the second half that really got the fin out of their seats, really got it rocking. And Chris Archidiakono only had two points. Not as great as his SJU performance at Hawk Hill this past Saturday, but again, talk about how it's so important to be contributing in different ways. Five assists for Chris Archidiakono leads the team, three rebounds, and overall just a really nice performance. Drew some charges, was doing everything that you expect out of a t- prototypical Villanova Wildcat guard. It, it sounds like I shouted out the whole team. It's because I it, it's because I pretty much did. Everyone had a great performance. And again, as Dom said, you know, this being one of the best performances all year, I agree with that. We talked about just the implications of this Villanova win because you, 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 you're going against UConn, which will be tough. It'll be a tough game. And then I do believe they uh, they would match up nicely against Marquette. But this is a game that you you had to win. You were favored going into it, and they took care of business. And mainly because Eric Dixon played really good against Joel Soriano. Even though he had 17 points and 13 rebounds, that's going to be, I think, his 11th double level of the season, which actually leads the whole country. So he did have a solid game, had four blocks. Dixon still kept him in check. Soriano had 23 points and 12 rebounds and was a huge part in why the Red Storm beat the Seminoles by 14 in their last game in the Orange Bowl Basketball Classic. So Dixon did do his job and did get those key stops on those key possessions against Soriano. But other than that, there really wasn't a ton of help besides A.J. Storr, who had 15 points. He had a board and a steal, was knocking down some threes against somebody that came off the bench but was knocking down those shots. Montez Matt. Mathis was held to no points in the second half. Andre Curbelo had five assists as a whole, but he wasn't really getting the job done offensively. Posh Alexander wasn't doing much besides getting, uh, besides forcing maybe just a couple turnovers. That was another thing for Villanova. They really continued to keep the ball under wraps, keep it in, uh, keep it in their own hands. As St. John's, uh, as they actually won the turnover battle by one. We talked about really the heading into this Villanova's. Villanova's just ability to not turn the ball over versus St. John's ability to force turnovers. It turned out to be kind of a stalemate. It worked out in Villanova's favor. They also shot 31.6% from behind the arc, which is roughly around average to what St. John's usually lets other teams do to them in terms of three-point shooting. And But this was the real kicker. This was really the kicker. And this really surprised me, actually, it, 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 just learning this as – 
coming out of the second half watching the uh, well, watching some of the FS1 broadcast in addition to listen uh, uh, listening to Dom and David coming out of the uh, coming out of the first half or starting the second half St. John's only had 12 points in the paint 12 to put that in perspective a usual St. John's game they get around 61 to 62% of their points from inside the three point arc. That's ninth in the country. And for Villanova to do that in the first half was huge. And it really explains why they were able to go on a 13 0 run, 22 to 4 run, things like that, just completely go bonkers, 17 to 2 run, all these crazy statistics and just how hot they were. That was a big part of it. And it really, really continued. I mean, 36% field goal percentage. That's not good. For uh, uh, for St. John's and Villanova definitely has to hang their heads high as they really 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 helped uh, uh, really really helped that become a reality. Some of it was bad shot, shot selection by St. John's, but I would say very few of them. As a lot of these guys were like blankets on these St. John's offensive players as a whole, but overall, really just Villanova just did what they needed to do. We talked about them slowing down the tempo, which was huge. Saw that a lot. Uh, you, you talk about a lot of these threes being made, at, uh, 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 the six of them that they made. A lot of them were made with around 10 seconds left in the shot clock as Villanova took their time, were methodical, trying to find the open man. And that's knowing your matchup. That's knowing that St. John's really can't hang with teams in terms of defending the three-point shot, right? And that's been Villanova's bugaboo really all season. And Villanova exploited that, and they did a decent job. They didn't do amazing, but it, it, oh, we said it on the onset. I mean, they won 78-63, to 63 and they shot average, a little above average, like a passable, a permissible performance from Villanova from behind the arc. That got the job done. And speaking of the whole Villanova doesn't defend opposing three-point shots, they did a really good job today. St. John's isn't necessarily known for their three-point shooting. They don't necessarily get the job done, but you have guys like Montez Mathis, who shoots 40% from uh, who shoots 40 for, uh, 40% from deep. A.J. Store, who did really well, shot very well, but St. John's only shot 24% from behind the arc. That's really, really good, and you could see it for Villanova. They were really hustling. There just seemed to just be a, 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 a little bit more pep in their step when it came to defending these shots, whether it be just a little bit of a contest. Their defense still wasn't amazing. There's still work to be done. I think that's just going to be something like Coach Neptune's still trying to figure out his scheme and what exactly he wants to run against some of these Big East teams. But that'll come with time. And I think overall it looked really good. And it's all about just just throwing off just throwing off your shooter a little bit. You don't have to fully contest your guy when he's shooting, you know, just get, you know, just get your hand up and if it's a little bit of a semi contest, sometimes that can be all the difference and it definitely was today. As I think was like on other plays where Villanova would have just given up and let AJ Store or Dylan Adewusu or Soriano or any of these guys shoot a three and and have it completely wide open. This time they were at least trying to contest, at least trying, putting in that effort, and that was just something that was great to see. It was something that was really great to see. It makes me really excited because this team is getting better. It has been getting better, I think, just overall. Maybe not each game, because the SJU game was probably maybe their maybe their worst win out of the out of the five game winning streak. But 
I, I would just say more broadly looking at it from a bird's eye view, 20,000 foot view, Villanova's gotten better. And that's really encouraging. That's super, super encouraging because at the end of the day, you got to, oh, we could obsess over these games a lot, but it's all about trending towards, it's all about trending towards March and the Big East tournament at the Garden. And it's all about trending towards obviously March Madness and getting, getting right for that time, right? You, you going through growing pains now when they were two and five, it's, it, it's, it, it almost served as a wake-up call for this team. They've won five straight. Now, the winning streak may end against UConn. It may end, but I think expectations for that, it'll be similar to kind of the Michigan State game. The Michigan State game really didn't even feel like a loss. I know that the final play in that game was run very poorly, and, that was, and Coach Neptune faced a lot of criticism for that, that Dixon deep three, and it wasn't even close. He tried to go for the win, and they lost by two. I was still very pleased with that performance. I'm looking for that against UConn. I, you know, I'm gonna keep it real. I just if oh, oh, them beating UConn would be would be great, but I just think to to expect that as a reasonable fan, it's probably not gonna happen. I'd love to be wrong, but but could Villanova make it interesting? Could Villanova get off to a decent start? kind of hang around, hang around, get a nice little run in the end of the first half, early second half, which that part of the game they've really seemed to dominate. And could they make it interesting and just lose by four or five points? I think that's possible. I think it's very possible. I think that Villanova is just one of those teams that just loves to hang around. We've talked about it. Really just their bugaboos just been closing late games. There's there's not really a question that they can hang around. They haven't had a game where they really have that, that they haven't uh, they haven't had a loss where they've been blown really out of the gym. So that's really yet to be seen. So, but if Villanova could just put up a good fight, because really that Marquette game is going to be huge. Back at the Finn, you have to defend home court, and even looking ahead to that game, I like Villanova's chances there because saw a crazy statistic. Villanova's thirty-eight and three with the win today. They were thirty-seven and three. They're now thirty-eight and three over the past three years or something like that at the Finn, which is crazy. As it, there's just something with just the home court feeling comfortable. It, it, you do have to keep in mind not all those games are against evenly even like even competition and things like that, but still that's a really impressive statistic. So the Marquette game could be a good win, but overall things are looking good for Villanova. The, and this could I mean this is tied at least for me in terms of one of the most just important wins of the year for Villanova overall great performance really from everybody as a whole as I believe that is going to do it again next broadcast will be on New Year's Eve at 2 p.m. at the Finn they're going to play Marquette that'll be the next home game but first they'll have that trip up to Connecticut with against the number two team in the country as that is going to do it again happy holidays early happy holidays to everyone you've been listening to Villanova basketball on V891 the roar I've, I'm your host Stephen Kane this was WXVU's Villanova basketball post game show that's going to do it and and good night and go cats. This is your home for a Villanova Wildcats basketball home games. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. We are V891 The Roar. Stream us anywhere on the Radio FX app.